We are live. It is the Lotus Cast right here. It is the 31st, last day of May. What's that? Remember, remember the last day of May Vimber? That sounds right. I think that's how that goes, right? I've never heard that before. You never heard that? It's this movie. Um, something about a guy that wears a mask. Uh, it's, gr- it's great. Yeah, Kira Knightley's in it. I'm, I'm actually really shocked you haven't seen it. Are you talking about the Leap Day movie? I've seen that one. No, no. I'm talking about the day. Um, With Ashton Kutcher? The guy, um, he uh, he kidnaps a groundhog. Groundhog day. No, no, uh, butterfly effect. Oh yeah, no. That's <laughs> great. Remember, remember the last day of Maybember. So here we are. Uh, we've got a pretty packed show today. Um, in the eight o'clock hour, which is very soon. Yeah, sooner uh, than we thought. <laughs> a lot sooner than we thought. We'll be uh, interviewing. Uh, Nate Andrews, Nate the Snake Andrews, and uh, Jake Anderson. Jeff Jake. Anderson. Jeff. Jeff. Jay. Keep con- thinking of Jake the Snake. I Robert. keep thinking of Jake the Snake, which uh, you know obviously isn't even the right guy. Nate. That's not like what the other guy is the Snake. So these two guys are uh, CES uh, MMA fighters. So uh, they're fighting at uh, the event. It's the ninth, seventh, seventh nine, at Twin River Casino. Exactly. <laughs> we do research here we do on the Lotus Cast. I'm a. Oh, I think we're getting our. Sounds like we're getting called. Is that a 401 number? Yeah. All right. Pull that up. Hello. Hi. Can I speak to Matt? Ah, this is Matt. You're uh, you're live right now, actually, with us here at the Lotus Cast. Is this Nate? Yes, yeah, Nate Andrews. Yeah. How's it going, Matt? It's going pretty good, man. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm great. Uh, it's pretty good. Actually, we, we just got on the line here, so, uh, yeah, we're broadcasting live. Uh, it is the Lotus Cast. Welcome aboard. Uh, very excited to have you here. You're fighting uh, next. It's a week from uh, tomorrow at CES's New Blood. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Actually, it's a, it's a week from today. It's, uh, it's Friday. It's a seven. Friday night. Right. That's correct. I, I knew that. <laughs> Nate, come on, man. Don't make me look stupid. <laughs> well, just change the date because I said so. Um, so obviously you're pretty ramped up. Uh, it's the uh, we're getting into the week of the fight. I mean, I'm guessing there's a lot of training going on. Uh, you're you're probably hyping up. Am, am I right? Yeah, man. A lot of training's been going on. Uh, right now, uh, I, I probably got like a couple of days left for some real, real hard training, and I got to really focus on just cutting the weight. But uh, yeah, training's been going real good. Been uh, going hard at the gym. Uh, you know, doing what I got to do to prepare for this fight, for this war. <laughs> exactly. Now, you're talking about cutting weight. Uh, what weight class are you in? 
Uh, I fight at lightweight, uh, 155. 155. What do you What do you weigh like right now? Obviously, it's pretty popular to know that that you guys are kind of over, uh, over the weight limit, and then you guys what? You just die of thirst for a few Basically, days. Basically, yeah, well, wear a trash bag. Yeah, well, uh, right now I'm about 171 right now. Yeah. Um, but uh, within the next uh, next couple of days, I'll be I'll be probably around 165, and then I'll do uh, probably do about 10 pounds the uh, you know the day of uh, day of weigh-in. So so you're talking almost losing like 20 pounds, and I mean I I myself to lose 20 pounds, that just that just seems ridiculous, and you're gonna do it in less than a week. Uh, I mean, does that that's gotta like kill your body, right? Like you gotta that weigh in, you've gotta feel like crap, and then right afterward you're just like pounding what water and. Uh, actually, you know, I don't really feel like crap. You know, I uh, I used to when I first started cutting weight, um, I wasn't doing it the right way when I was amateur. You know, I was just crash crash dieting and not not doing the right things. You know, now I just you know I eat clean, I diet hard, and. Um, Oh, sorry, there's a motorcycle driving by right now. I'm no worries. Uh, uh, yeah, so uh, now I just eat clean. You know, uh, I work out hard, and uh, you know, I just I just get rid of the water weight. I just watch my uh, carb intake, my uh, my sodium intake, and you know, the the water weight just falls off and it comes back just as just as easy as it comes off. You know. Very cool. Now you're fighting uh, Jeff. Was it Candyman Anderson? And uh, yes, you're you're right now. You're you're four and zero. So he's. Yeah. Uh, He's going to be trying to break your streak. Yeah, he's, he's definitely going to be trying to break my streak. You know, he's a uh, he's a tough dude. Uh, he's he's a veteran. You know, he's he's been around the game. He's uh, I think his record is, is ten and seven. You know what I mean? He has seventeen pro fights. Um, he, he's a tough dude. He's gonna he's gonna bring it. I'm gonna bring it, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna put a show on for uh, all the CES fans. Do you know him at all? Like uh, uh, outside of obviously. I I, ac- I actually I actually do know him. Uh, we uh we we always conversate at the fights and uh and talk. We've actually uh sparred a couple times in the past when I was amateur, probably about like uh two years ago. You know we sparred a couple times. Um, so so we know each other. I uh I've actually I actually seen him uh, last week. I uh, I bumped into him and you know we we talked for a quick minute, saying you know we're gonna put a show on and uh and bang it out and have the fans going crazy. You know. So so you're okay with that? I mean. I, I'm thinking, like, if I'm going to fight somebody, of course, the only time I ever got into a fight was back in, you know, my dumbass little, you know, high school life. And when you were going to fight somebody, you were going to fight somebody. You hated them. You don't have to get yourself in that mindset of, I, I'm, I hate this guy, and I have to beat the shit out of him. I mean, is that is that a thing that has to flash you through know, your mind? Or are you just mutual respect? You guys are two fighters, and you're going to go in and give it your best. You know, the, the thing is, MMA is a sport. You, you you get those you get those uh, those rivalries and those those fights where you, you can't stand the guy you hate the guy and you know it, it helps amp you up even even more than what you already are. But uh, you know at the end of the day it's it's a sport. I have respect for him. He has respect for me. We're you know we're both gonna go out there, fight our hearts out. You know, put a show on. And at the end, you know what I mean? We're gonna we're gonna walk up, give each other a handshake. You know, congratulate each other, and uh, you know keep keep it moving onto onto the next fight, onto the next uh, you know the next stage in our careers, you know? Very cool. Uh, I mean, obviously, do you, are you, do you have a strategy for him? You don't have to say it right now because, you know, he's probably listening, <laughs> doubtful. But. Uh, do I, have, I have a strategy. I, you know, I'm a well-rounded fighter. I'm ready to take the fight, fight anywhere. 
anywhere the fight wants to go. If we're going to stand, then we're going to stand. If it's going to go to the ground, if we're going to wrestle, I'm prepared for everything. I was actually I put myself in the worst, worst, uh, worst position with uh, with the best fighters around around here that I train with, and uh, I've uh, I've succeeded in those positions. So I'm ready to take the fight anywhere. If, if he stands with me, if we stand, then we stand. If he goes to try to take it down, he's in my jujitsu world, and I don't think that's the world that he wants to play in. So. Now, now your fighting name is the Snake. So, do you ever like? Do you go for the bite? Do you try to bite your opponents like a snake would bite? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, uh, I try to choke my opponents. You know, uh, I, I got the I got the nickname the Snake for for a couple reasons. Uh, I'm pretty long and I'm pretty fast at striking. So, uh, you know, like a snake strike. And uh, once, once I get my arms and legs, once I get my arms and legs around you. Uh, I'm gonna strangle you. I'm, I'm gonna get a choke. You know, mostly all my amateur, pretty much all my amateur wins were submission, were submission wins, which were either chokes or, or arm bars. I was and, actually, uh, uh, you know, I, gotta... I was watching some of your clips on uh, on YouTube. Obviously, if you search uh, uh, Nate Andrews on YouTube, there's a, a lot of your fights up there. And I was, uh, I was very impressed. I mean, uh, the couple fights that I watched, you know. They kind of had you. They were on top of you. They took you to the ground. One guy was just repeatedly, you know, picking you up and slamming you back down. And then you just both times you managed to just kind of get right behind him, pull off like a rear naked choke. Or you know, it was really impressive how you were just so flexible and just able to you know get right around them and, and get them into a submission move. So obviously, it is true. You you're not afraid of the submission, and your submissions are pretty impressive. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you know, uh, the fight that you're probably talking about is probably uh, was uh, my second pro fight, which was uh, against Leon Davidson. Uh, That's the one. Actually yeah. Actually comes down and train, comes down and trains with me, and actually has, has helped me a lot on uh, on wrestling. You know, we've uh, we I've, I've tried to help him uh, for his fights with uh, with some jujitsu and ground stuff, and he's helped me a lot with some wrestling. And uh, you know, we became friends since that fight, and we've uh, both helped uh, try to improve each other uh, so we could uh, try to make it further in this uh, in this fight game. But uh, like like I said, you know, if it if it goes to the ground, he, he's going to be in a uh, he's going to be in a a world that he's not really ready for. Now you mentioned that you trained with him. Are there any other prominent fighters that you've trained with? Is there any? What was that? Prominent fighters, like anybody that like anybody listening would know about. Oh, that I trained with. Yeah. Oh yeah, I I uh, I, I trained with uh, the best of them around here. Um, I trained with uh, Greg Rebello, who's also fighting on the card. I uh, trained with Mike the Beast Campbell, who is uh, uh, the lightweight uh, champion of CES right now. Uh, I trained with Doomsday Howard, who is the 185 uh, champion. Uh, Andre Sukumtau, uh 135 monster. I trained with Todd the Hulk Chattel, Keith Jeffries, Pete Jeffries. Everybody knows these names. Um, I actually just got a uh, an email from. Uh, Joe Lozon's uh, coach. Uh, he, he got his big fight coming up in uh, August, and uh, at the, in Boston at the TD Garden. And uh, Joe asked if I could come down and uh, get, give him some sparring to help him get ready for uh, Michael Johnson. So you know, I'm uh, I'm training and uh, working out with the, with the best guys around the area. Very cool. Very cool. Um, what? It, all right. Obviously, there's a lot of training going on this week. What type of mindset are you in? Starting, you know, I'm guessing, I, I don't know, are you training this entire weekend? Is it, is it like starting Monday, you're going into a full swing? I mean, do you put this guy's picture up on a punching bag 
and just <laughs> and just go at it. You have do you have like uh, your opponent? Do you have like you make a fake mask and have somebody wear it, and then you wrestle with them in the. Uh, you really want him to be angry, don't I you? I do. I want this guy. I want anger. <laughs> no, man. I, it, it, it's crazy. Like, I, I don't really get that angry. Uh, sometimes sometimes anger can get the best of you in a fight. You know, I, I do psych myself up right before the fight. Um, I try to, you know, in the, in the back room last couple of days before, uh, psych myself up uh, to, re- to really get pumped up for the fight. But, but the most part is just, you know, being confident, you know, no knowing that, you know, I'm better here, I'm better in this position, I'm better here, I'm faster, I'm stronger. You know, just, just believing in yourself can take you further than, than, than anything else, you know. I've already put in the hard work. I know I've done all the cardio workout I needed to do. I know I've done all the strength conditioning work I needed to do, all the sparring, all the grappling, all the wrestling. I've done everything I needed to do up to this point. Right now it's just focusing on the last little things, you know, tweaking a couple of things, uh, getting the pad work in, and like I said, just getting the, getting the weight down and, uh, and, and staying healthy. That, that's, all, that's all it comes down to now. That's, that's, that's pretty cool. Now, uh, do, you, do you have a girlfriend for all the single yes, ladies out there? You have a girlfriend. Now, what is, I, I, I do have a girlfriend. I've always been curious about this with, with fighters. Um, obviously, um, everybody's familiar with Chuck Liddell. And before one of his yeah. fights, uh, he he had this huge kind of breakup, or I don't know if it was a breakup, but there was an argument. Things were thrown, and uh, that's what happens when you train naked with your wife. <laughs> when you train naked <laughs> with your wife, and uh, you know, do you do you try to stay away from your uh, from your girlfriend for the entire week? Uh, does or does it affect you at all? Do you feel like she supports you? I mean, obviously, that's a that's a pretty baited question. If you say she doesn't support you, then she's going to be very angry and not talk to you. But I mean, do you, I guess kind of what I'm trying to ask is, you know, what what's the sex life like a week before a fight? Do you just stay away from that because you feel like that's going to take your testosterone away? I mean, I'm just only asking because you know maybe I want to get into MMA. Probably, you know, who knows? You need to cut a lot of weight before you can do that, Matt. <laughs> <Cut a lot. laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, when it comes down to it, I, I get the support that I need from my uh, my family. Uh, my Moy Lao coach, uh, William Sukantel, uh the week week out from the fight, he's always yelling at. at saying no sex no sex no sex it's gonna make you tired it's, it's gonna it's gonna make you weaker no sex stay away stay away but uh sometimes sometimes you know it, it's hard and you want to uh keep uh you know no, it, yeah, it is hard you know help you relax sometimes so you know a little here and there it, you know won't hurt too much you but know? definitely not the night before yeah oh no not the night before no. stay you got to stay away from that woman you know no matter how enticing she is. <laughs> exactly. Very the night after the fight, though. Uh, the <laughs> the night it, afterwards. If you can move. <laughs> that's assuming that you yeah. have legs. After the fight, all the food you can eat, all the sex you can have. That, 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 that's the plan. What, what's the first thing that you do after, after a fight? Like, I, I mean, I've I got to imagine you have to treat yourself, especially if you win. Uh, I, I, what do you do? Like, do you go out and just go pound some? Is double there a cooling per- off period first, though? Because like, I feel like you probably want to recover for a day or two, right? Or, is it, or does it not matter? Well, uh, after the, I tell you, I, I do the same thing after every fight. You know, after the fight, I go out, I grab, I get something to eat, and most of the time, we either end up at like a, a bar or a club or wherever the after party is. Um, for all the listeners out there, the after party will be at Vanity Nightclub in Providence. Um, We'll uh we'll be uh we'll be in there you know celebrating having some champagne and uh you know enjoying uh everyone from my team's uh victories. 
R- really quick, I'm just going to go ahead and promote this. It's Friday, June 7th at Twin River Casino. It's an all-age show. Tickets range from $35 to $125. Uh, the main event is obviously John Doomsday Howard. Uh, the co-feature is Chuck Cold Steel O'Neill. Um, and we're talking right now with uh, Nate, An- Nate the Snake Andrews, who's fighting Jeff Anderson. Uh, which, which fight are you? Uh, where are you at on the card? Uh, I, I'm not actually sure. I haven't really seen the, seen the, seen the card, the listing. But um, I'm assuming I'm probably, uh, you know, if, there, if there's 10, 10 fights, I'm probably somewhere in the middle from like 5 to 7, I'm assuming, probably around there. Okay, I, I got to ask you too. I mean, you know, beside beside my amateur career in high school, you know, when I had a few, you know, I went around the ring, scuffles. <laughs> a few scuffles, <laughs> getting headlocks. That's all that happened. Uh, Stuffing um, kids in their locker. I, I I can't imagine taking a punch like when you watch some of these fights. Uh, just taking a, a minor punch to the face has got to be one of those. It just looks very painful, and I, I really can't imagine taking one. How? How do you train your face to take a punch? You you know you don't train your face to take a punch. You know you you work on your defense not to get punched. But uh, there there's a thing called adrenaline, man. And when uh, when you're at practice, you get hit in the face. You feel it, you know. But when you're in the middle of that fight and you you know you get hit in the face, you get hit in the body. It's almost like it, it's just a thud. You don't really feel it. You you feel the thud, but you don't feel the the pain after the fight. Is when you stop feeling the bruising and the you know the pain, the sharp pains and the aches, uh, and stop feeling all the you know the cuts and the, the scratches, whatever may happen. Um, th- that's when you uh, when you really stop feeling it. But while you're in that fight, when that adrenaline is, is going, man, you, you you really don't feel nothing. You you feel the thud. I don't know if you guys seen uh, John Jones's last fight, where the guy snapped his toe pretty much off and didn't even know it happened until he was doing an interview after and looked down and was like. Holy shit! My toe is, you know, <laughs> that was much off. You know, that was one of the most disgusting things I'd ever seen. And when he looked down, and obviously John Jones didn't even realize that he broke his toe, but then obviously he looked down and just started immediately getting queasy. Like he looked like he was about to just pass out. Exactly, but by that adrenaline, before he saw that, that adrenaline was kicking in so much, he had no idea. He couldn't feel that. Until he looked down, and then it really registered in his mind, like, "Oh my God, my toe's about to fall off." Was that something you know, that? So, uh, I'm sorry. Was that something that Chael Sonnen did? Did he did he break his toe, or was that a break in the mat itself? I think it, I think it was either in the mat or when he pushed off throwing that knee. I think he pushed off with so much with so much force that his toe couldn't hold the weight of his of his of the force and the weight of his body pushing off that hard. Uh, I've seen something happen like that before at practice, but it was more someone's toe getting caught in the mat and, and then twisting. So I've seen something like that happen at, at, at training, but that was the first time I've ever seen it, like, just from the pure force of pushing off. You know, that's, he, he's such an explosive fighter that, you know, the force that he, he builds up when he's pushing off to throw punches, kicks, and knees, you know, little toes can't really uh, hold, that, uh, hold that pressure. Very true. Um what uh, what did you think of uh, of Chael Sonnen? Like Chael Sonnen's obviously a big shit talker. He loves to run his mouth, especially he loves to cut a promo. Yeah, he, he's a professional he's wrestler. A, he is a fight. professional wrestler. What do you think about? Do you think that's something that helps the sport? Do you, you know, or do you think that damages it, the it, credibility? It, no, it it helps promote the sport. It helps push it. It gets people excited for fights. Um, personally, uh, I didn't really like Chael Sonnen because I'm a big Anderson Silva fan. Uh, he's my my favorite fighter. So. Uh, I didn't really like Chael Sonnen at first until he just started coaching on uh, 
when he coached the last season of the Ultimate Fighter and I, I his philosophy behind fighting and, and you know convincing yourself that you know that that you're better than your opponent and that failure is an option but you got to choose not to fail um his, his whole mindset behind preparing for a fight and and convincing himself even if he's not better than his opponent that he is better than his opponent is uh is very empowering and uh i, I really appreciated that i actually learned a lot from him how, from, how do you uh, feel how do you speak i'm sorry how do you feel about uh uh, WWE fans, and obviously the crossover, because it seems like... Um, the crossover it, is gaining. Obviously... It, it wasn't as much before, right. but it's getting a lot. A lot, of, a lot of WWE fans are not afraid to be fans of MMA, but obviously MMA fans are, are you know, very deathly against and speak out against uh, the WWE and professional wrestling. How do you feel about that? Is, did you watch that as a kid growing up, or do you, do you I, think... I was, I was the... I was the biggest WWE fan when I was a kid growing up. Uh, I watched every WrestleMania, every Royal Rumble, Survivor Series. I, I watched them all. I, I loved it. I wanted to be a pro wrestler when when I when I was a kid. Um, you know, and then I got older. I kind of like grew out of it and uh, really focused on like the sports I was playing, like high school uh, basketball and football. And then, uh, uh, but but now I. I I think it's cool that the, the wrestling fans uh, like MMA uh, and uh, MMA guys. I, I I know so many MMA guys that still love wrestling. I train, you know, I, I train with with Tom Lola, uh, Tom uh, Filthy Lola from uh, the UFC. You know, we, uh, we train at uh, Timberwolves Brazilian Jiu Jitsu together, and uh, he is to this day the biggest fan. He comes in on, on Tuesdays talking about Monday Night Monday Night Raw. You know, right, he's right. acting out stuff. So uh, it's you know. It, it, at the end of the day, it's a sport, it's an entertainment sport, and uh, you know it, it's men that are putting their body on the on the line. Whether it's you know some of it may be fake or some of it may be real. E- either way, you you look at it, they're they're putting their bodies through through. It's through still crazy. real to me, damn it! <laughs> that, that was the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Um, so if uh, we ask putting you, their bodies through crazy things, you know. If we ask you to cut a promo here on the Lotus Cast, like a pro wrestling promo, do you think you could handle it? Could I handle it? I, I think I could. All right, this is your chance. This is your chance <laughs> to really do it. We're going to send this tape in to Vince McMahon right afterward <laughs> to, to get his approval. So right here on the Lotus Cast, it is Nate the Snake Andrews. All right, I'm going to have to hit him with, uh, what you're going to do, brother, when the snake wraps around you and chokes you out and you have nothing to do but to either tap or go to sleep. Woo! <laughs> that was good. Bravo. That's awesome. I love that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, uh, once again, obviously, uh, uh, you will be fighting uh, at New Blood. CES is New Blood Friday, June 7th at Twin River Casino. All-age show. Tickets range from $35 all the way to 125 Main event, John Doomsday Howard. You got Nate the Snake Andrews versus Jeff Candyman Anderson. I, this is going to be a great fight. I, I'm really, I mean, I love a good streak. I love when somebody is, you know, uh, obviously like 4-0 or just something and zero. They haven't had any losses because obviously that's something that's really easy to get behind. You want them. At the same time, do you have anybody like openly? I don't know if you're on, are you on Twitter? Does, is anybody rooting against you? Like, oh, man, I can't wait for this guy to fuck up. Uh, I Actually, I don't have Twitter, but um, 
I haven't I haven't seen anything on uh, on Facebook or on uh, on Instagram anybody any haters or anything. All I've seen every time that they they posted about this fight is like, wow, this is going to be a thick fight. You know, we're uh, we're pretty similar in size. Uh, they they know uh, Jeff Anderson is always ready to bang. They know he's going to come forward. They know he's going to. You know, he might get hit, but he's going to keep coming forward. He's he's not going to stop. He's not going to quit. He's not a quitter. And I, I know that about this guy 110% that he's not a quitter. Um, he's not just going to, you know, get hit and back down. So, uh, you know, everybody's just excited. They, they're like, wow, it's going to it's gonna be a good fight. It's going to be a war. You know, so uh, every, I haven't I haven't seen any, any hate at all. All I've seen was uh, people giving, uh, giving props on uh, both of us taking such a hard fight. Nate, is, uh, is your MMA career, is this enough that you are able, like, are you making enough money that you can make a living off of this? Or do you have, like, a, a side job that you do? I mean, uh, you... Uh, I, I, actually, uh, I actually have a full-time job, and I also, uh, I also uh, am a personal trainer. I also, uh, you know, cool. help uh, people get in shape, lose weight, or people that want to learn uh, some kind of martial art, you know, whether it's boxing, Muay Thai or, or Jiu Jitsu. Uh, so I do uh, I do personal training and I'm a I'm a full time uh, full time worker. Very nice, very nice. So, all right. Well, we're very excited to uh, to catch you at CES once again. Let me go ahead and throw this out there. It is CES's New Blood, uh, Friday, June seventh, Twin River Casino. It is an all ages show. Tickets are they're still available thirty five to one twenty five. Uh, main event obviously John Doomsday Howard. He used to fight in the UFC. Uh, very excited to see him back out there. Uh, and uh, this is uh, Nate the Snake Andrews versus uh, Jeff the Candyman Anderson, or Jeff Candyman Anderson. Do you have anything you'd like to say to I mean, we'd like to create some sort of beef right here. Do you have anything you'd like to say to him, like maybe he's got dumb hair? No, <laughs> uh, nah, uh, if anything, uh, I just want to say uh, we're, we're going to have a great fight. We're going to put a uh, show on. It's going to be a war. Uh, we're going to have the whole place screaming and yelling on their feet by the time the fight ends. And uh, I hope you're prepared because uh, I'm, I'm very well prepared. Can anybody watch this at home? Is there is there a pay-per-view or anything like that? Um, I, I don't think think so. It's not on pay-per-view. Uh, sometimes they, they air it on television, you know, a couple weeks later. Um, but it, it definitely will be – the fight will definitely be up on YouTube within, within a week or so. So uh, – you know, you could uh, put both of our names in. I'm pretty sure it'll pop up online within a week or two after uh, after the seventh. What do we got for a prediction? How is this fight gonna get, gonna end? Uh, this fight is gonna end uh, by uh, by submission, uh, end of the first round or beginning of the second round. <laughs> nice, very exciting. So you're so you're <laughs> betting you're putting with my with my hand raised. So you're with oh my hand raised. okay. I was of gonna course. say so you're putting money on Jeff right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's going to end by disqualification when he bites the other man right. in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> he's, going to, he's got that venom. <laughs> well, very exciting. Um, I, well, I wish you the best of luck, Nate. I hope everything goes really well. Thank you very much for, uh, for calling in. And uh, I, I really I would love to give you a call you know, maybe next week or something so we can get a, a post-fight interview, uh, see how, see how uh, you're definitely, feeling. Definitely. So awesome. excellent. Great, definitely. Uh, all right, buddy. Well, you have a good night. Good luck once again. That is CES's New Blood, June seventh, Twin River Casino, all ages. Tickets from thirty-five dollars to one hundred and twenty-five, and the main event, John Doomsday Howard. Obviously, we're talking with Nate the Snake Andrews. Uh, he's fighting Jeff Candyman Anderson. We'll catch you later. Z. All right. Take care, guys. See ya.
Is he off the phone? Yeah. Okay. He's gone. It's very, we get, we very can professional. Talk can, can you tell? Is he off can, the phone? Is is he, uh, <laughs> hey, man. You know, we're, we're still like breaking into this. This is... Uh, yeah, new uh, stuff here. We got yeah, new new, new stuff. Ground. We got new setup. We got a uh, we got a whole new. Look at this. We we're professional tonight. We are very professional. Man, he sounds uh, he sounds pretty pumped. I was yeah, kind of hoping for excited. a little bit more anger. I, I think I would be angry. Like, angry, yeah. Of but course then I, you would be. Well, <laughs> would you would you have been more excited if he was uh, not so uh, you know if he, he what didn't sound like he was interested in the fight at all? I mean, no, no. I mean, I, I I don't know. You just obviously you see some of these these guys they go out to promote the fight and they're like pushing each other. Uh, during the weigh-ins and stuff like that, and I hate mutual respect. <laughs> you, you hate mutual <laughs> respect. <laughs> I don't want people. To, I want my fighters to like to exactly like Adam said. I want I want them biting yeah, each other. Yeah, but like when you see something like Chael <laughs> has to be like who, the Iron Sheik and Hulk Hogan. Talks a lot of shit about guys, and then he loses the fight. Like, don't you feel like a moron afterwards? Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. In, in, in when like you test said, positive, you do. He said these guys all train together, so if he starts talking shit about all of them, they're going <laughs> to... Right, that, that's going to happen in local organizations. People are right. going to train together. They're going to know each other because they have to because otherwise for the next fight, who are they going to spar with? Exactly. And they, they have to keep it professional too because th this is real contact fighting. It's like we were talking about WWE, but that's... And those guys, most of those guys are friends in the locker room anyway. Right. I still... I couldn't imagine, man. I, you know, he says the adrenaline and, and stuff is up, and I, I get it to an extent. Hmm. It's just... When you see some of those punches, I, I would f I would be knocked out. It would be oh well, no, yeah, it, so are it's, they. It's fight That's or flight, basically. Like he, he's right. The adrenaline, like you, you're you're there to fight, and you there's nowhere for you to run. Um, you're gonna fight back. That's what you train to do. And I get that. I get that, man. But some of these punches are just like if I get punched in the face. I'm done. Like, I feel like that's a complete Yeah, knockout. if you were just standing there and you weren't expecting it. But I feel like if you've been training for this fight and mm. you're in there, like, and you're in the moment. Because they've been training all the time. Yeah, so it's definitely you something know. you can you can endure. I don't know. Maybe. maybe. So we know that Matt has a glass chin. We need to have a fight. <laughs> Me and Joe need to you, go you into an octagon. Uh, Joe and I. Yeah. And we need to go in. That'll be good. And then I, we'll punch each other in the face, <laughs> and I, we'll see how many no punches. Defense. No defense. Absolutely none. No defense. You can't block. You just have to take <laughs> punches to the face. Uh, is it one at a time and somebody fights back? And no, then I, fight you back? Just I hit you first it. and then you hit me. Or maybe we, we should we do turns? it that way? I don't know. Who would go first? I mean, I've, I, I think you'd know. roll like a like a D twenty. Yeah, there we go. Hey, yeah. roll a D twenty. So we can figure out which you can Rochambeau. Yeah, Rochambeau. Yeah. <laughs> that would be good. Uh, and then we can see who 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 can take the best punch. I mean, uh, has anybody? Well, here? wait. Would there be an impartial person punching so we have? Am I allowed to to dodge or to? No, no, no defense. No defense. You have to take the punch to the face. What if I were to like lean you backwards? Have to what sort of punch would it be? Punch. Would it be a straight punch straight to the nose? Because that just yeah. makes oh, that like, would be devastating. That's, that's awful. But <laughs> if you get hit by a button uh, like right in the chin, if I aim for your chin, which I know is a pressure point, that oh, you might hurt your hand. No, I, well, also <laughs> just. All of us just punches to the face. Could, would it be a third person doing it so we have sort of equal punching power? A third happening person. Both That's a good idea. Oh, man. There's a lot of planning going into this. Would they wear a glove? Um, maybe just one of those UFC. Oh, the four-ounce glove? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, just uh, because, you know, Can we'll I, I, I can't Can do the punching with bare-knuckle boxing. I'll twirl my mustache <laughs> <No>. up. <laughs> yeah. hey, listen here, Shay. Listen here. Oh. We're going to go out into the fighting. Uh, yes, we're going to the boxing ring. Oh, these days. Cops, is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, all right. Why don't we take a quick uh, musical interlude? Give me I something rocking. I just want to say real quick, I like how they all, they're all cutting weight to get down to the 155 class. Why don't they add weight to get to the next class? Some people sometimes have done they that. Do. Yeah, sometimes they do. Smaller fighters it, have done it, that. It amazes people me. People stop doing that recently. Yeah. It, it still amazes just, me that they, they cut cookies. the weight, like 20 pounds. It's a lot of weight. He cuts like 20 it's, pounds, it's but then obviously right afterward, after the weigh-in, they just gain it all back. Yeah. So they're still fighting. 
It must be like he'll be fighting re- close. Well, to for instance, he mentioned that he's a big fan of Anderson Silva. Anderson Silva yeah. weighs. He walks around at heavyweight he's weights. He's a heavyweight he's weight. Like, yeah. yeah, he walks around at like two ten, two fifteen, yeah. and they'll cut down to one eighty five to fight. Well, I, I wish you'd fight like, heavyweight. Oh, I gotta eat three yeah, packs of Oreos to get up that. to my fighting weight. <laughs> so no, some people do that. The people that uh, weigh in lower, uh, like Dan Henderson, was kind of a small light heavyweight. Yeah. He still fought a light heavyweight, and he still destroyed people because right. he has the most ridiculous right hand. Well, other than Melvin Manhoff. But All right. Give us something rocking to end out that, you know, these guys are rock stars, so he's going to play like, I'm a Bobby I love Aqua. I got that CD for Hanukkah that year. Of got that and a seal CD <laughs> for my aunt. So musical interlude now. <laughs> now. On your mark. Musical interlude now. It's uh, it's probably playing through the TV because you forgot Me- to switch off. Oh, I did forget to shut off. Oh, no. no. Stop. Here are the loader. Stop. Here are the loader. Stop. Professionals, we would like to uh, invite that, you back. That is why Again, I'm not hearing anything. I was like, uh, why is nothing coming out? We are professionals. Oh, now. <laughs> All right. Now, musical interlude. Musical interlude. Now. Maybe. No. Nope. <laughs> musical interlude. Ah. Uh. Now. Woo.
Yeah. <laughs> it is the Lotus Cast. We are back uh, for our quick break. We were grabbing some. Uh, Joe, you made a delicious. Is that what is that Mexican pizza? Yeah, it's Mexican pizza. It's uh, just like a cornbread uh, base with like chicken and vegetables. I was gonna say it top. tastes nothing like the Mexican pizza that I get at Taco Bell. Uh, no, <laughs> this one was homemade. You can really taste the Mexicans. What it Mexican <laughs> is actually, ta- or what it Mexican is actually Taco Bell. What did Taco Bell actually taste Mexican? The Mexican pizza. You know, it's yeah. funny. I, I learned this recipe from Rachel Ray on Thirty Minute Meals. Of Rachel course you did. Ray. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's not like something I had growing up. She called it a Mexican pizza. If you're looking it up on Food Network, oh, of course she did. Uh, yeah. So uh, it's I cut out some of the stuff that she put into it, which I thought was gross. Like who who puts corn kernels in cornbread? But yeah, it's very odd. Uh, yeah. So I cut that stuff out um, and just made it a uh, sort of. Um, cornbread base. Well, it's very delicious. Thank you for making dinner. Um, So I think today was probably the hottest day of the year so far. Uh, And tomorrow will be worse. And tomorrow's going to be worse, but right now, uh, obviously, I think everybody knows, this is the the time when those fucking, like, local news is like... Did you need a siesta today? What did you need to do? (laughs) What you need to do to prepare for the hot hot weather ahead? Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) As they're standing outside in, like, suits... It's the like worst. A, a coat. <laughs> and, then, and then the thing that I hate the most is obviously, like, I'm driving around. I'm going in and out of these nursing homes. And the first thing out of every one of these fucking nurses' mouths is, hot enough out there for you? Oh, you smell decrepit old yes. people. Yes, I, yes, it's hot. <laughs> it's sweltering hot outside. You don't need to fucking tell me, is it hot enough? Everybody. Why does everybody have to ask? Because you, you come in. What else do you ask somebody about the and weather? And you're dripping and sweat because you said your AC's broken. And so they're just staring at you like, but I know, but why is it that that's the go-to? Like, why are we all crutched in? On because this is how people make s- small talk. Like, there's nothing else to talk about. It's hot out. That's the most common thing. And it sucks. Like, we all understand that it's hot, though. I don't need the same stupid question. Oh. Ooh, we have that? a call coming in. What is that? That's DuckTales Moon. <laughs> that's DuckTales? Moon level? Like yeah. All right. Let's answer. All right. So joining us on the phone here is Jeff Anderson. Is this correct? Yes, sir. What's going on, Jeff? <laughs> Not much. How you doing, brother? Uh, I'm doing okay. Uh, we we just got off the phone with uh, Nate Andrews, and uh, he had some he had some choice things to say about you, sir. Uh, getting ready for this fight at CES's new uh, new blood, which is the seventh. It's a week from today. He he had some things to say about you. Oh, he did, huh? Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, he said uh, things like you were a great fighter and uh, respectable. <laughs> Very respectable. <opponent>. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> How dare he? <laughs> he no, you know what? Uh, he said he said your hair was dumb. <laughs> he said what? Jeff Anderson was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said he said your hair was dumb. No, I'm just kidding. He didn't say anything. That's was, what you said. <laughs> I was trying to I was trying to start a, yeah, we a need beat. To spark something. I was trying to yeah, strike it. up a war between you two uh, via words, but uh, he had nothing but obviously the utmost respect for you going into this fight. And I'm I'm assuming you have the same for him. Yeah, no, nah, I, I don't. I, honestly, I don't have nothing like no nothing bad to say about Aunt, um Nate. Like he's a cool dude, and um, I mean at the end of the day, it's a fight. We gotta get into the cage and fight, and it's gonna be a war. And my goal is going there and kick some and kick some ass. Excuse my French. And um, I know his is the same thing. I don't think that's and, French. Um, <laughs> I, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I got a question for you. Obviously, you say you're going in there for a war. Um, are, are you are you going in there maybe with the plan, obviously, to knock him out? You want to take him down as soon as possible. 
At, at any point, do you think, man, I want to make this guy bleed? Um, yeah, that's that's who, that's that's a given with any opponent. I want to make any opponent that I fight bleed. I want like you know cause any amount of pain that I could to any opponent that I fight. You know, I mean that's my ultimate goal. But at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's you never know what's going to happen because obviously you know we're both tough fighters and we both fight and we both going in there to fight and win. And um, I mean I'm looking forward to a war and and I would like you know a highlight reel win. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, right. you know, I'm, I'm going in there to win. And, and, and that's my ultimate goal is just to go into that fight and get the win and come out and be happy and proud of myself. What type of vegetable do you want to turn him into? A stock of corn or a green bell pepper? A stock of corn <laughs> or a green... <laughs> what was the second one? A green bell pepper. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I... <laughs> I'm just messing with you. You obviously don't have to answer that for legal reasons. Um, <laughs> um, Witchcraft is legal. We're, we were just uh, we just had some uh, uh, scenes of you fighting. Uh, we were pulling up some clips on YouTube. You have a, a kind of an unorthodox stance as far as when you're circling your opponent. You're kind of like you're kind of tucked over. Your arms are are uh, out at your sides. You're not really you don't have your arms up at your face. Is that is that something you've kind of developed over time and that you know is perfect for your striking? Or, or how did how'd you come up with that? Um, I don't, I, honestly, I don't know how I came up with that. I think it's just the team that was the team. Cause I started, um, the team I started was DNF. And then um, they taught me a lot. I started out, out under Manny Nevs. Um, I don't know if you know him, but um, I started out under, under Manny Nevs. And um, that's where I developed everything at. And... Honestly, I don't, I never even, that's, that's a weird question. I don't know how I can answer. I never thought about how I look going into, like, how I look with my hands going into a fight. I mean, I would love, I love that, you know, my goal, I, I try to keep my hands up. I try to keep, you know, every part of my body protected. I, I guess just, I mean, depending on the opponent, depending on how the fight goes, you know, sometimes, you know, I get, I maybe get too relaxed and I, and I kind of do keep my hands down yeah. or keep my hands to the side. But, I mean, um, nah, there's not really a particular reason why I do that. Okay. I didn't know if that was just uh, something you developed and, and found as far as when you're going to throw a punch or something. Uh, that's going to that's gonna be your striking stance. Um, so, obviously, we're going into uh, the countdown of, uh, of CES's new blood. Uh, we got a, just a week away. Uh, what, what are you doing to train? Like, what's your main focus as far as uh, is it sparring, grappling, um, jujitsu? Like, what is it that you're – mainly focusing on going into this fight? Um, the two things I mainly that I mainly focus on now for this for this fight, um, is one my striking. I'm working to develop that more and more every time, work my kicks. And the other thing I'm working on is um, you know, my takedown defense and then if I do get taken down, working on how to get back up the right way and, and trying to not expose myself to get, you know, in, in a compromised position. Very cool. Um, I, we asked this to uh, we asked Nate. Do you do you have a girlfriend? Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. Uh, what a like what? <laughs> how do you prepare for this with a girlfriend? Uh, do you stay away from her for the entire week, or because uh, obviously women can be just a, a huge pain in the ass, and they're just always like, eh, why didn't you take can out be? the garbage? And you're just like, I got a fucking fight in a week, motherfucker. <laughs> like what? How do you prepare for that? Does she does she know to just kind of leave you alone because 
uh, you know, obviously you're training extensively. You might just throw a punch her way, which she probably deserves. Instincts, yeah. But <laughs> um, no, like, what? Uh, wh- wh- how do you prepare with that? With having a girlfriend. Well, I actually have a real, real cool girlfriend, and um, she she basically understands the um, is she on ice? And, she, and she knows that I'm trying to strive and be the best that I can be, and um, she basically gives me a little bit of space, and um, we got four kids. We got another one on the way. Oh wow! So she's she's there, like she gives me a break away from the kids. Normally, okay. the things that I would do if I wasn't getting ready for a fight, like as far as disciplining the kids if they need to, helping them with the homework or getting into bed and stuff like that. Like, she kind of, like, she kind of takes that role even stronger to help me, you know, stay better focused on my fight. Well, that's really cool. No, that's awesome that she's supportive. I mean, I wish I could Still get my wife to get rid of my kids, you know. I've been trying to put her for adoption <laughs> forever. Are your kids old, old <laughs> enough to watch you fight? Um, yeah, my, actually, all my kids except for one of them has been to my fight before. So, um... This this fight, I'm I'm gonna bring my um youngest my youngest son to come see the fight with me too. So um they they support me, they love seeing me fight, and um they give me that extra strength to go in there and do what I do. Cause of course you know nobody ever wants to go in there and lose, but then when you have your kid over there, then it, it makes you kind of it forces you kind of be on your game even more because you don't want to disappoint them. Have any sure. of your kids have they seen you lose before? <laughs> have has any of them seen you lose? Oh uh, yeah, they seen me. They seen me before. What, what's that like? Like, I mean, obviously, I mean, I think if my kids saw somebody beating the shit out of me, they'd be like in terror. Uh, that that scare the shit out of them. Or, or they'll be cheering. Right. Oh, Finally. The... <laughs> 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 Finally, we got. We're getting rid of dad. <laughs> yeah. No, they um. You know that's that's funny. My my kids is like they're they're real supportive and they and they understand the sport and they understand that anything can happen. And so, like, um, I, I feel as though they they kind of they kind of they kind of adjusted to all that. I mean, my youngest one, I'm I'm still you know it's gonna be his first fight that he's going to. So I'm in the in the back of my mind, I am a little nervous of him being there, you know, because I of course I don't want to lose, and I I want to make him happy. But um, I mean, they, they they my kids all support me, and they they know I love to do this sport. And um, at the end of the day, win, lose, draw. My kids is right there supporting me and screaming my name and and um, just right there just patting me on my back if, if, if I'm doing bad. And they just they they they're just there lifting my spirits and, and giving me the extra strength that I need. Do your kids ever talk to their friends about you know the old my dad can beat up your dad thing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I hope not. I hope they wouldn't. They like to brag about um, you. You definitely could. Right. Of course. <laughs> Yeah, they, they, they're kids, so, you know, I mean, you never know what's going on when, because, you know, they're not around us. You never know what's going on, what's being said. But, I mean, I will hope, you know, that they're not doing, you know, saying the wrong things to their friends. But um, at the end of the day, I mean, it's, it's all on me, too, man. I, I try to raise them as best I can, and, and um, they know that, you know, there's, there's the, I'm the dad that fights, and then there's the dad that stays at home. And um, takes care of them, and they kind of whenever at school and stuff like that. I think I'm more of the dad that stays at home and and takes care of them. That's so, how they um, refer to me as. So really quick, I just want to plug the fight. It's Friday, June seventh, at Twin River Casino. It's an all ages fight. Um, tickets range from thirty five dollars to one hundred twenty five dollars. The main event is obviously John Doomsday Howard. Uh, we are talking with Jeff Candyman Anderson. You're fighting Nate the Snake Andrews. 
Um, what is it like fighting for CES? I mean, I think it's pretty cool that we have an organization uh, in the area that you know has MMA fighting. We can go to a casino, we can sit down, we can drink, we can watch these fights, and they're they're not like they're not shitty backdoor fight or backyard fights. They're they're good quality fights. You know, he's bringing in. Uh, uh, just recently, uh, a few months ago, I think they had Dave Batista, who's been training pretty hard. Uh, he was, you know, ex WWE champion. Obviously, you had John Doomsday Howard, who's a, you know, he used to fight for the UFC. Uh, I've been to a few of these fights at Twin Rivers, and they're good fights. Like you, they some of these fights have you on the edge of your seat, um, and you're really you're just rooting, you know, it, and it makes it interesting. How is it working for CES? Are are they a good company to work for, uh, or fight for? <laughs> Um, how do you feel about that? I don't know. Um, I've been I've been fighting for him for a couple of years now. I've been um fought on um a lot of cars for them, pretty um few cars for them, and they they're awesome. To me, they they've always treated me right. They always um show me respect. And um, I mean honestly, like there's been a couple of times where I've called on CES to favors. You know, I was in tough spots and stuff like that, and um they 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 came through and and. I can't thank them. I just I can't thank them enough for the, for them coming through in, in certain situations that I was in, and it's it's an honor to fight for them guys, and and I'm proud to fight for them, and um, I mean I mean it's it's an awesome promotion. I mean I can't ask for a better promotion to be a part of. Uh, now your fighting name, they call you Candyman. How did you get this name? Yeah. Is it because you're such a sweetheart? Or? I, I think it's because after each fight, he goes out and he throws peppermints to all the little kids in the <laughs> audience. He just is like, here's some peppermints. And he goes, twiddly diddly. And he throws the peppermints out. And, and then the kids. Around. Is that right? Am I correct about that? <laughs> no, I, um, actually, my, 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 my coach, Bert Nabs, like, I, I'm, I'm a candy junkie. I'm always eating candy. I'm always eating candy. And um, for the longest, I wasn't going by any nicknames. I was just going in the ring and being called Jeff Anderson. And um, just one day he was just like, yo, you know, I got a name for you. It's gonna be Candyman. And then, you, and then the reason why was because I'm always eating candy, whether I'm in the gym, whether it's before a fight, after a fight, I'm always eating candy. So it, it kind of stuck with me, and, and and um, that's the that's the reason why I had the name. What what do you do in your downtime? Obviously, you're a big candy junkie. I mean, I can't imagine that you're you know shoveling your face full of Twizzlers uh, during fight week. But w- in your downtime, what uh? What are you doing? Are, are you you work you working another job or you know you partying, getting some of them bitches? <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, well, I got a girlfriend, so I can't do none of that. Oh. Um, basically, I bet yeah, I, basically, I bet that's the thing too. You can probably get some bitches being a fighter, you know. I mean, I'm sure there's girls that you know throw themselves at you. Yeah, that that does happen, but um, my my girls, every one of my fights, she's everywhere that I go. And so, you know, I mean, I, I don't want to end up getting beat up by her. I understand that. Mm. Yeah, that's, the, that's a fight you don't want to take. <laughs> you know, duck her every day. I'll be on the front page new candy man getting jacked up from by his <laughs> girlfriend and stuff like that. Uh, but, yeah, what are you doing What are you, What are you? you doing in your, your free time? Well, my girl calls me a manny because I just I take care of the kids and stuff like that. And um, she works and stuff like that. And I'm basically the manny. I mean, the world's changing like, it used to be the, the woman that is, like, the head of the household and stuff like that. It was that. just a study but saying now, that women earn 40% of the, like, 40% of the time a woman brings home all the bread. Yeah. Well, that's because they got yeah. smarter instead of bringing home half a loaf of bread. Right. Because you're right. like, hey, could you pick up some bread? And the dummies are bringing home half a loaf. It's like, it's come on. Enough. Doesn't do you got to buy the whole loaf, otherwise we're going to run out faster. 
idiots. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to say, speaking of women, um, obviously uh, the UFC just started hosting uh, women fighters. Uh, Ronda Rousey uh, just won. I, I forget who, who the man-woman that she beat. Man. But uh, Ronda Rousey obviously making a big name for herself. They're going to be having a, the ultimate fighter. Uh, Ronda Rousey, and I forget the other girl because nobody cares. It's Ronda Rousey. She's attractive. Um, h- how do you feel about that? I mean, is is that a threat as far as, you know, more uh, as women coming into the uh, the fighting ring? Obviously, it takes the light off of it's a guy's sport. Does uh, the WNBA take the light off of the NBA? No, but that's a little bit different. I mean, th- these, are, these are guys fighting. Uh, th- women are fighting on guy cards. It's like a same night. As far right. as where you I, have I to don't go think seek it's going to take the light off anything, but I'm curious. That's a good question. That I, um, I think that actually helps us out. I think having a woman fight for a car that actually helps the guys out because it, 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 it um, widens the fan base. It widens people that want to see fights. So if you have a uh, 50 woman that's going to see, you know, Lisa, um, Lisa Tay or Ronda Rousey to fight, you know, before they see her fight, they obviously going to see you fight. And so I think it kind of helps us out. It kind of we kind of help each other out, you know. They we we get some of their fans. We get more of the women base um behind us, and um I think it, it kind of works. It kind of works out for for both of us. How, how do you feel? I mean, on that same note, how do you feel about the? Uh, there was that transgender fighter that wanted to uh, obviously uh, started out as a man, had the sex change to become a woman, and then wanted to fight women. But I think she they wouldn't allow her, and obviously the transgender community was going crazy. Do you, I mean, Joe Rogan was like, no, it's, it's a horrible decision because she started out as a man. She has the bone structure of a man. Yeah, she chromosomes is a man. It's, right. the same, it's, it's sex and gender. They're two different things but in this context. How, how do you feel about that, or do you have an opinion on it at all? Um, my, I might get in trouble by this. Well, <laughs> my mean, opinion is... Um, my opinion is, I mean, if, if you shot out a man, I mean, I think you have an unfair, I think it's, you have an advantage over any female. Because, I mean, men obviously have, you know, we're born with physical traits that women's not born with. Right. And I think, I they, think, they got I the mean, bone structure. Opinion, I mean, they, they, they just, they don't have, they have everything that is a man except they're taking the hormones to become a woman. I don't know. I think, I think they might have a really good triangle. <laughs> <laughs> um, wh- what are you watching on TV? Uh, you know, no, when wait, you're at wait, home. Hang on, kid- let me just follow up on that. If there was a, uh, if there was a female who had a sex change to a man and wanted to fight in the men's division, and she was in your division, would you sign on for the fight with her? Um, I mean, if if, if the organization I'm fighting for books a fight, I mean, I have to, I have to take the fight. You know, I mean, I have no no other choice but to take the fight. As long I mean, as she clears but, the athletic um, commission and stuff. Right, so as long as she clears everything, you, you'll take the fight. You're not going to back down from anything that's offered to you. She'll put her, she'll, nah, she'll put her mean, back in the kitchen. It's, it's just another challenge. I mean, if, it's, if I have to say I have to take the fight, I mean, no matter how I feel about it, at the end of the day, I will have to take the fight, you know? I mean, I can't, I can't cry with spilled milk, but um, I just I will have to take the fight. So the I same man? I mean, I wouldn't. That's what, huh? I'm sorry. Uh, so the same mentality will go in uh, for you, where, you know, if you were, you know, going to fight her or him. Say that again. The same mentality will be going in, uh, you know, when you were to, to uh, fight 
um, her uh, as if it was if you were finding a, a guy? Yeah, it'd be the same mentality. You just go into yeah. the fight and you do your job and you do it well. Yeah, I'm gonna and punch then you that all right, so I was gonna ask, what what are you watching on TV? Like in in your downtime, what what's what's in your uh, your TiVo? Um, wrestling and horror movies. A lot of horror movies. What's your favorite uh, horror movie? Uh, I like Candyman. Oh, uh, Tony like Todd movie, movie. <laughs> of course. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> That's a good movie. Yeah. Tony Todd is great. Um, you said wrestling. You watch uh, WWE professional wrestling? Yeah, I watch WWE and I watch TNA. A lot of T- oh TNA is good. I think we all like TNA. The <laughs> well, Very cool. Um, who's your uh, hero pro wrestler? Who's your favorite growing up? Say that again, sir. Uh, who was your favorite wrestler when you were growing up? Like your favorite of all who's time? My favorite, uh, Undertaker. Oh, my favorite too. I love him. Yeah, I like Undertaker, man. He's a beast, man. He got like I like him. I just like his attitude. His persona, I like everything about him. And he's always for self. He's never, you know, he's never, you know, jumping on nobody's bandwagon. He's always rolling for Dolo. That's what I like about him. Uh, just to go ahead and promote this fight again, it's Friday, June 7th, Twin River Casino. That's a week from today. It's an all-ages show. Tickets range from 35 to $125. The main event is John Doomsday Howard. Um, <coughs> and obviously we got uh, Jeff Candyman Anderson versus Nate the Snake Andrews. Uh, very excited for this fight. I, I I really can't wait to uh, can't wait to see it. Um, I forgot what I was going to ask. I was going oh, if you could pick anybody from uh, the UFC, anybody that you could call out, who would it be that you you really would love to train really for and fight? Really get his going. Love to train with or fight with? Yeah, or just to fight with in the ring. Yeah, who who's somebody you would love to just call out and fight with? Oh, um, I think Melvin Goliath. I think I think I would love to fight Melvin Goliath. That's a good fight. He's he's a strong guy. Yeah, that that would be entertaining. Yeah. Um, we had uh, <laughs> we had Nate Andrews. Um, obviously, we interviewed him just before you came on here, and he gave us his best wrestling promo. He did a wrestling promo for us over the phone. He stepped up to the mic. He laid down the words. Would you be willing to do the same right here on the Lotus Cast? What do you want me to do? Yeah, could you give us a wrestling promo? Like cut a promo like the Ultimate Warrior used to do before all of his matches. Oh, uh, you just want me to say just anything that comes to my mind to promote the fight? Right, you know, just That's like, just like, they did. you know, <laughs> I'm going to take him down. Woo! <laughs> that kind of stuff. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, oh my God. That's tough, right? Oh, uh, um. Put him on the spot. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. I understand. I, I couldn't do it. If somebody asked me to cut a promo right now, I'd be like, well, I wanna, I'm going to punch him. <laughs> just just channel The Undertaker. Be like, I'm going to rip open your flesh and I, I, absorb I, I, I and I think The Undertaker that I remember didn't speak. <laughs> Paul Barry did all the speaking to him. Woo. <laughs> yeah. are, are you going to have a manager that comes out and talks for you? Okay, am I going to have a manager that comes out and talks for you? Yeah, like Paul Bear. Oh yeah, if I yeah if I could get that, I would love to have uh, Paul Bear. Yeah, he would come out and talk to me. I'd just be the silent guy in the back, and all my work inside the ring of the cage. That would that would be my speaking, and he would come out and he would be the one that would talk for me. If John Candy was still alive, he'd be a good one. Yeah, John Candy, <laughs> that would be great. Are you a fan of John Candy? Ah, uh, 
Are, are you a fan of John Candy, the big old fat guy that used the to fat be? fat comedian that was in a bunch cool of movies. Yeah, cool Uncle Runnings, Buck? He was the oh, coach. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like John Candy. He's a funny guy, man. I mean, rest in peace. I, I wish he didn't pass away so soon, but he was a funny, he was a funny guy. I like him. I watched a lot of his movies. All right, so before guy. you part with us, um, do you have any words for Nate? Anything you would like to say to him right here? We'll break it out on the Lotus cast. Nah, I just, I'm just going to tell him that... Um, He's an awesome dude, but at the end of the day, we got to get in that cage. We got to fight, and it's going to be a war, and I'm not coming out with nothing less than a, than, than a W. And he's got a small penis. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I can't believe you said that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is CES's New Blood. It's a week from today, June 7th, at Twin River Casino, all-ages show. Tickets range from $35 to $125. Main event, John Doomsday Howard. We got Nate the Snake Andrews uh, versus Jeff Candyman Anderson. It's going to be a great fight, obviously. One week from today, really excited. Twin Rivers Casino. Go there. Spend a bunch of your money on the slots. I think they have table games now. The sluts there? Yeah, there's yeah. A lot of plenty of sluts. Um, all right. Uh, you know, Jeff, thank you very much for joining us tonight. We really appreciate it. Before you go, can we get a prediction? No How will this fight end? Can we get a prediction? Huh? Prediction on I'll the end of the fight? Oh, the end of the fight is, is, is going is, I think it's going to be a lot of blood. I think there's going to be a lot of bruises and swell faces. But at the end of the day, Candyman's coming home with the win. I need it. I want it. I'm looking forward to it. I'm, um, I'm having another kid. I, I find out the sex of my kid on um, the same day that the fight is. Wow, so it's going to be exciting. And, um, thank you. I appreciate that. And um, I'm coming for the win. I'm, I'm coming to get the win. Um, I'm, I refuse to come home with anything less than a win. And um, regardless of what happens in a fight, you know, much respect to Nate. Nothing bad to say about him. But um, he knows and I know it's going to be a war. And we got to go in there. We got to handle our business. And at the end of the day, you know, we're going to get the fans everything they like. And if you guys like a fight, definitely check us out because I'm a, I'm a banger. I like to fight. I go in there and give, a, I give 150%. And I know that it's the same for him, too. So it's going to be an exciting fight. So if you guys are looking forward to a good fight, please go out there and check out that fight. Awesome, awesome. Great. Very excited. Well, thank you very much, Jeff. You have a good night, and we'll be rooting for you. You too, brother. Hello? Uh, bye. <laughs> this is, we got to figure out how to hang up the phone. <laughs> yeah. oh, did he say hello? He said we hello. Did. Like, I think he was like, hello? Like, wasn't quite sure. <laughs> we didn't really say goodbye. <laughs> oh, I guess we kind of did. That was kind of like how you end the phone interview. I thought I thought we were on our way to ending the phone interview, but apparently, <laughs> apparently, apparently we did Well... Didn't. Too bad. He'll call us back now. Uh, <laughs> would that be funny? <laughs> <laughs> Just like, like ring, uh, ring. Hey, did you guys hang up? Or did <laughs> I? <laughs> did we? Uh, <laughs> you think he'll share his candy after the fight? Uh, right? I hope so. Uh, he'll just go like, twiddly dee, and there'll be like little peppermints <laughs> for the little kids. Um, I think it's going to be a good fight. Who, I mean, around the table, who who do you think is going to win? I have no idea. I haven't watched enough from either of them. So. Uh, it's gonna hey, be I'm not I mean, just by talking to them on the phone, who do you want to win? Sounds okay, like Jeff wants one. I like them both, but uh, the wrestling promo did it for me. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Nate, I'm Nate, sorry, Candyman. Nate takes the cake. <laughs> he had a decent little one at the yeah. end there. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. he did. He cut a little promo. Um, it needs to be more insane and <laughs> rambling. and can't oh. make that much sense. Nate did he give needs us to a be high on coke. Is right, that right. Yeah. <laughs> Has to talk about like the plane crashing. Nate know? did give us a woo. Yeah, he did give us a woo. <laughs> and he did go brother. He, he's mixed Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan. Right, it right. good. Um, he was, uh, yeah, I don't know, because like, in the one hand, you know, this kid's 4-0. Oh, you know? 4-0, oh, like yeah. He's coming out there. And like I'm pretty sure Candyman's on a bit of a losing streak. He's on a downhill. Is he, is he on a downhill? Uh, I don't know. I think so. I'm pretty uh, sure that's what it is. We should uh, check that up. 
it was honestly something like three to three. Yeah, you're right. He lost the last three fights. Yeah, he could really use his turn on the. Win against and then he's got another kid coming on, so it's yeah. like, oh man, I'd love for you to be able to win. So you get I know that, that purse money. So uh, for, well, I mean, he I finds out the same day, so he could be really excited and, and or really disappointed. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I would be disappointed. With the centaur? What the hell is it? <laughs> I would be disappointed by just having another kid. I mean, yeah, God, right. That sucks. I <laughs> I don't want another kid. He's like, wear a condom, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. When I when I listen from their predictions, it sounds like uh, the snake's just gonna be going straight for the submissions and. Uh, Candyman's trying more for the bruising and the punching. Yeah, I, I, well, I think it, it works out more for Jeff is to knock this guy out, knock Nate out. He's going to get a, a good shot in early. Yeah. One yeah. thing that Jeff didn't say is that, uh, how good his ground game is. How good? Oh, Je- it's right. Yeah, how Jeff. Good his ground game. Ground game, <laughs> which is big because Nate was saying that he has a good, good ground game. Well, as I'm looking at uh, at Jeff's uh, uh, whatever you call it, his roster, his Past fights. I'm gonna have my manager distract the ref. I'm right. gonna punch him right in the nuts. <laughs> all, of his wins, the ring. all of his wins are either decision or uh, TKO. Yeah. From punches. So we'll, we'll see if this get, if this gets him to the ground. We'll see so what happens. So obviously he's he's used to going all the way. So he's a tough motherfucker. Yeah, he's tough. He's got good endurance. I'm sure. Right. If you can last three rounds in a mm. ring with anybody, I mean, here that's 15 minutes of. Beating your face in. Yeah. Currently, he's uh, a, a, a three uh, three losing streak right now. Yeah, so. That's tough. Yeah. But we'll see if he can turn it around. We'll Extra motivation. See. We'll see next Friday. Uh. Next Friday, <laughs> right here. Give it to the only station that rocks you. No, no, no. I was hoping one would say they, they drink to prepare for a fight. Yeah, I just I drink a like lot of booze. That's only that's only Roy Nelson. Right. Roy Nelson. Only Roy Nelson. Guy. Big <laughs> country. He <laughs> big country comes out with a big. He mat. does <laughs> eat extra to keep weight on. Because otherwise he would be. He's like lost a, middle a lot weight. of weight though. He has lost a lot. Well, yeah. he lost a lot of fat. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say he lost weight. He lost a lot of fat. There's a lot of fat. But well, he still he, is very round. No, he's still portly. Yes, he he's is. a portly. He's fella. a portly gentleman. That's true. <laughs> one of my one of my favorite uh, Nintendo games when I was a kid was Mike Tyson's Punch Out. So you think of King Hippo? Oh, I love King Hippo. King Hippo. But uh, yeah. the one the one guy he uh, he was like Russian and he had the, they all had said little sayings before the fight. And one guy's like. I drink to prepare for a fight. Tonight, yeah. I'm very prepared. <laughs> yeah. my, my boxing game was actually George Foreman's TKO. Super Nintendo game. Did that come great. with the grill? Uh, no, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> that was before the grill, actually. Um, all right, so I think what we should do is uh, take a little musical interlude. We'll come back, finish up the show, and uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Miller's Erasure. I mean, maybe you could start the music now. Maybe. Like something build lovely. a ramp. Lovely. Like a ramp. Lovely. You know, like I could start saying, oh, I think we're going to come back. Yeah, you like st- a little you start the music, and then there's a ramp to lead up to. Like some James nice. Taylor. Oh, oh, nice. What the fuck is this? <laughs> Snow Patrol. It's oh, very nice. D- Snow Patrol. Really? You're gonna- All right, hold Don't stop this shit. <laughs> 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 because you said something lovely. No, no. Stop it. Stop it right now. You stop it. I meant like James stop Taylor. This. Stop it. Right now, you stop it. Just turn I it off. Pause. All right. All right. Now, listen. <laughs> we, we ended... We ended Nate's interview, and we went right into the Disturbed. Oh, play no, Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah, <laughs> Sammy then, Davis Jr. Well, right listen, here. Let's nobody, go. Nobody then, had any uh, suggestions. I had a suggestion. Something, play, play the Candyman song. Something rocking. You got to play something rocking. Yeah, exactly. Sammy Davis Jr. We, we want to hear it. You can't, right. you can't play favoritism for uh, for Nate and then not for Jeff. Sprinkle it with uh, you. Right. So play, play, us some, play us some heavy metal. 
Heavy metal. I like heavy metal. Well, now I gotta find something. Because oh, you, wow. you had bells. You had tubular bells loaded up, ready to go. Well, we can keep talking about. Do, 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 do. We could just sing. Let's all sing. Yes. Okay. Like crazy. Oh, okay. I don't know what this is, but it's 6 a.m. <laughs> oh, wow. Actually, it's 9 Wait, what's the song called? Are you with me now? Nikki Six, well, are you with me now?
All right, so we're back. It is the Lotus Cast. I'm trying to sit down. You're trying. You can't. Was, you can't figure it out. Uh, well, you know, I got all these cables over here. His hemorrhoids are acting up. <laughs> right. My hemis. My hemis are acting up. Again. <laughs> oh man, those are two great interviews. I, I'm really, I'm very happy with the. God damn it! This chair, and everything is moved. Ugh. All right, there we go. Let me get settled. Let me get settled in here. Hi, everybody. Don't talk to us. How like that. are you guys doing today? I'm scared. Oh, how are you? I see you, and I see all the little listeners out there. How are you guys doing this evening? I hope you're having a great, safe evening. Coming up next, we have Tubular Bells by Joe. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> dong, dong, dong. <laughs> just a, it's the, just a clock noise. Snow that Patrol? I don't ever want to hear Snow Patrol on this podcast, ever. <laughs> What the fuck is this shit? I don't mind Snow Patrol. What's wrong with Snow Listen Patrol? Listen to this. Ding dong. Oh, what I did one evening right. was like a stick lullaby. a dildo in my ass. I had that. Nailed. You could be happy. That's true. With a dildo in your butt. But you Rectal tearing. Shitting blood. <laughs> Turn this off. This is the worst thing ever. <laughs> What? What do you, when do you listen it? to that? When, at what point do you think in your day, oh, man, I really want to throw some Snow Patrol on. At, like, that's I, literally <laughs> the only track I have in this playlist. When I'm falling asleep. You play that when you fall yeah, asleep. Well, that's a good I can't li- asleep. I can't listen to anything while to I'm falling asleep. I mean, oh, to I be fair, that's in my Smallville playlist. It's all the songs from Smallville. Oh, okay. Right. Sure uh, I can't. I can't listen. So to it's music. when like Lois was getting like slowly raped. Yeah, it's raped. probably like <laughs> Lana was, you know, being a bitch as usual, and he's like, "Oh man, Lana, where are you?" Oh man, <laughs> um, yeah, Snow Patrol. I just don't. Uh, you listen to music while you sleep? Yeah, I I I, wa- I fall asleep watching something, or I fall asleep I, listening to music. Yeah, Depends what I'm doing. I can fall asleep with the TV on, but I can't. What's I the c- difference? I can't like put music on in a room. And then fall asleep to the music. What I do is I have music playing and I have that quieter than whatever I'm watching. So then when I fall asleep, or because I forget to play the next file, the... Ooh, RC Cola? Yeah. (laughs) I got a nice tab. (laughs) When I I forget to play the next whatever I'm watching, because I usually watch stuff off my computer, it will start playing music. And then I'll have music on when I'm sleeping. And I sleep way more soundly. I don't know why. Yeah, I I can't sleep without anything on. It makes me think like I've ceased to exist or something. I can't sleep with... If if I fall asleep with the TV on, I, it's like so restless, and I like dream about whatever's on TV. That's weird. Well, that that has happened to me. Like I, I realize that I'm just saying dialogue that the TV is currently saying, and like sometimes like I'll fall asleep <laughs> to like Adult Swim, and I wake up and it's like these kitty cartoons are on. Well, that's and really strange. Yeah, it's the worst. Well, yeah, because like if Tom you fall asleep with, Tom, yeah. with Adult Swim, you right. wake up to like Power. Yeah. Right. Girls. Well, Powerpuff Girls is actually a pretty adult cartoon. They they talk about a lot of things that little kids I, don't understand. Only adults like Dave. Like the tenth right. iteration of Pokemon is still going. That's uh, true. With people that you don't know. Um, did you so watch Did you Bravo. watch Digimon? Digimon uh, was good. I've I only watched Pokemon. I like Digimon. It was good. For a while. I really liked Monster Energy. I never. I, I never Monster Energy was great. I used to watch Power Rangers. I also watched Power, Power Rangers. Rangers. Oh, I love Power Rangers. I like Dragon Ball Z too. I know. I, Dragon know. Ball. I, know. <laughs> I watched Avatar. Why? Uh, the movie? on the James Cameron 3D. movie? Yeah. No, 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 no. The <laughs> show, the, the last was the, the last, last, Airbender. last Airbender. Yeah. Did you see M Night Shyamalan's The Last Airbender? I did see that. Was it? Was Speaking it of M Night Shyamalan, his new movie awful. is either awful. coming out or come yeah. came out. Is oh, it? After Earth. After Earth, yeah. which oh. is the first movie since The Sixth Sense that he did not advertise himself as doing. 
Like that's not the big thing. Is it's that like the Will Smith? Yeah, the yeah. Will and Smith and, and Jaden Smith. Smith. Little Smith. Because he's mm-hmm. not had like a good movie since exactly. Yeah, well, I thought now. Unbreakable was a terrible uh, movie. I think that's his worst movie. Let's not contest that one. It's three hours of Bruce Willis walking around slowly. Uh, no. Yeah, but it's if he awesome. falls in a pool, it's over. Right. <laughs> Uh, Bruce no, Willis is awesome. done if he falls in a pool. Right. Samuel Jackson when he just falls down the subway steps right. and he's like Mr. Glass. <laughs> he's like that's the best part of the movie. That, that was taken about. directly from an X Men comic. Is there a Mr. Glass? In no, X-Men? there is Professor X being like falling down out of his wheelchair downstairs, <laughs> like the somebody, exact somebody same frame. Him was, down the, uh, yeah. The was yeah. this an alternate universe where I don't Xavier remember? Black? <laughs> like, yeah. This is the only way we can heart. Professor X is we just push him down. Yeah, he just, he just fell out of his wheelchair <laughs> when, down when he the landed stairs. On the he bottom. found his one weakness. <laughs> yeah. When he landed at the bottom, did he, was he, did he say something Wait, like, I, I I don't know. what's with all these motherfucking banana peels <laughs> <laughs> at the top of these motherfucking stairs? It's a comic remember. book. Doesn't he have like a hover chair now? It's well, it, it, it depends on the iteration. He sometimes does and he sometimes doesn't. When he fell down the stairs, was it like a whatever? <laughs> <laughs> it was a comic. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about uh, the, the movie. The, uh, yeah, movie. was there like a little sound effect? I don't like remember. There's like been. Thunk, thunk, thunk. Yeah. <laughs> it was the sound of like pot, pots and pans crashing in a cupboard. What else happened recently? Uh, the, oh, dude, so much has happened. So much has been going on. Like, fucking and we haven't had a chance to talk about it because we keep interviewing people. I know. We've been interviewing people. Interviewing. Interviewing. Pe- speaking of interviews, <laughs> uh, uh, Monday, Monday. Uh, we'll be interviewing <laughs> John Doomsday Howard right here on the Lotus Cast. Woo. So that's an exciting get. Um, also, uh, then... Uh, like a week later on a Thursday, the 13th of June, um, we'll have Nicole from, from Provoked. Provoked. <laughs> yes, you, you can talk. You can, oh, you, shit. You're forgetting what you're I saying. I don't know. Shit, Nicole's coming? Who is this? I don't know her last name. I feel bad. Nicole. Nicole. <laughs> I feel so happy with our First relationship. Thing, I, I like that you had old. all of the other promos ready <laughs> except for our own. Right, exactly. I, I don't know her last name, and I feel kind of bad because um, – uh, they've been the provoked people have been so nice to us. They've been great. Um, I'm surprised we fantastic. didn't actually get to. T- we d- I'm sad that we didn't get a chance to talk about provoked with uh, a little bit, just because uh, uh, Candyman. He said he's a f- horror movie fan. He likes the Candyman, but yeah, it's the only movie. Why? Well, that's the only one that he said. <laughs> but he said he likes horror movies, and would have been w- nice. You ask him about a little provoked. I'm I'm excited about the provoked. I'm excited about. Oh, a lot of stuff. Ex- yeah, I'm there's a lot of stuff happening a lot in of our fun. future. This, this podcast is. It's going Taking nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're getting pretty big in the porn circles. <laughs> oh, true. dude, yeah, Hell newsbreaker.com. Yeah. Uh, we got a couple of write-ups, so if you're in the porn circles, uh, search Twitter. Uh, the Holly Hanna interview just fucking took off out of nowhere yesterday because that's when they decided to... Uh, I, I prefer to say blast off. Somebody <laughs> that interview ejaculated everywhere. <laughs> um, somebody actually took the time to listen to it, too. Because the whole they, thing. They quoted... They took quotes out from the interviews and were like, and they posted. I was like, wow, somebody really? they care about somebody us. really invested their time in right. this mm. piece of shit. <laughs> this this dribble. And like, if you'd like to go back to listen to it, it is at Spreaker.com slash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can go, go to our Facebook slash page. Right. Um, Joe has to show me how to link right. or the forward. All of them are listed. You can find them. Yeah. All of our we might eventually have a website. We're still on iTunes. Yeah, we're still on iTunes. Speaker.com forward slash user. And you can listen to our whole backlog. Right. Yeah. I, I took if, a lot if of If you're listening down. to us here, this it's is where right you there. go to listen to right. us. Right, exactly. <laughs> I took a lot of our older stuff down just because there was a lot of crap on there that yeah. just was getting posted. But 
Well, I, I assume Those that are people classic. are listening to us in groups of friends. They're not necessarily alone. Some so of our more memorable know. moments are still up there, like when Jason yeah. read some clips or some quotes from Fifty Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades of Grey. I wouldn't listen, listen to us in good company. Why? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have Brilliant any good company. company. <laughs> <laughs> We're the best company he has, right. and that's not, when I'm that's not good. good. When I'm it taking the old ladies out to the senior right. center. It's him and right. Subway Touchers Anonymous. <laughs> 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 he just listens to it. He has, brings a boombox with our <laughs> podcast, just has it on his shoulder, like, sitting in the hey subway. Everybody, check out what I do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I listen to us on the shitter. Yep. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's the only time I've ever the only time I've ever listened to our podcast is when taking a dump. I don't understand why you said that at all. Like it's just like, hey, everybody's talking. It's, it's, it's the only time he has free. Very busy. Can we reenact this for a second? Can you guys just be having a casual conversation? I'm going to be Jason for a second, okay? All right. Uh, I don't uh, know what to say. Just just talk uh, about something. Just anything. So uh, I've been watching a lot of Star Trek. I listen to us on the shitter. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? It just I, happens. Wait, I it, thought it was brilliant. Do you anecdote. prepare ahead of time? Like, you have the show ready to go, and you're like, oh, I got to take a crap right now. <laughs> wait, wait. Do you or, listen to the entire show? Or are you just in the bathroom, <laughs> and you're like, all right, well, since I'm here, I might as well queue up. Well, the show. yeah, I mean, like, you know, I'm just kind of just kind of figuring out what I should be doing when I'm Taking in the shitter, you know? So Actually, right. I, I would like to think that the show induces shitting. <laughs> so he's he's probably just like, oh, let's check out. Let's see what the quality is. And he goes to hey, put it on, and then. Fuck prune juice. <laughs> <Are you laughs> I'll just listen to the Lotus cast. Stay regular. <laughs> oh, that should be our new quote, our new uh, tagline. <laughs> the Lotus cast keeps you regular. <laughs> Fuck prune juice. Yeah, <laughs> fuck prune juice. <laughs> Listen to Stay regular with the Lotus Cast. Oh, I like it. That's I good. like it more. Yeah, that's good. Prune juice. So by the time you reach the end of the Lotus Cast, are your legs numb? That happens to me. I do have to uh, move them about once in a while. <laughs> you get the big up. red spots of like right above your knees where you lean over. I sometimes forget, you know, that my hands don't like resting on my legs, you know. So yeah, every like you, that you're happens. just so engrossed in the sleep. podcast, you, you forget. That, <laughs> oh, I'm still in the toilet. As soon as I'm oh, done yeah. reading TMZ, then I start listening to the podcast. Oh, the hair doesn't out. even grow in my thighs anymore cause I because I'm on them so much <laughs> right. on the toilet. It's amazing. Like I, I should just get like. Like targets tattooed right there for where my elbows go because it's just <laughs> permanent red spots. Also because I like to be on my knee. No, I'm, I don't. Oh, whoa! <laughs> oh, where's that one coming? No. I have no idea. Um, Joe, I'm I'm sending you a link to a a video. I'm wondering if you can play this for us. Uh, apparently, there was a uh, eight arrested after kindergarten graduation into wow. the wild brawl. What? The, like, what the hell? I don't know, <laughs> but there's a video and I, I want to hear know it. The context. <laughs> I need to know what's going on. We need to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, anything that involves a kindergarten. Um, are we going to hear the audio? Are we going to hear the audio? Well, we you? will be able to, yes. Uh, well, hold on. Let me. Um. <laughs> he says, hold on a second. One kid said uh, his dad, uh, Jeff Candyman Anderson, could beat up the other kid. Right. Dad. That's what sparked <laughs> it. Is that what happened? <laughs> I can't share this on the TV and get audio, so you got to pick your poison. You no, just, yeah, we the want audio the audio. Us. Yeah, we want to hear it. Yeah, just hear it. We don't. I'm, I'm sure we can make out what's going on via. Uh, yeah, city of Cleveland at Michael R. Wright School. There's adults out here fighting. Dozens of Fifth District police officers surrounded Michael R. White School Friday morning after receiving a call that shots were fired. Wait, wait, wait! Shots pause. fired. Pause. <laughs> shots what? fired. Is what? this a correct story? <laughs> Are are we just like skipping all around? And also, you can't change just the audio device to 
Is that really important right now? No, I mean, it's not. We don't need to see it because I think we'll we'll be able to make I it suppose. out. We'll be able to picture this. But what if, what if they were filming it and we have awesome a, brawl footage? A, well, I want to be. Able our to see listeners it. won't be able to yeah, see who it. Who cares about them? This is for us. <laughs> 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 All right. So wait, hold on. This is a kindergarten eight eight arrested. The the headline is eight arrested after kindergarten graduation breaks out into Which a is brawl. Insane. That's insane. That's insane in its own right. These are five year olds. Imagine kindergartners for a second. I know it's easy for you, Adam. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but no guns were involved in it. No shots fired. Fifth district commander wait, wait, what? said when officers arrived wait, shortly we after go back? 11. Go back. Go back yeah, to the start. Yeah, to the beginning. I'm lost. I heard shots fired, and then I hear no shots fired. Dozens of fifth district police officers surrounded Michael R. White School Friday morning after receiving a call that shots were fired. Moments after police arrived, they learned that wasn't true. Oh, okay. Uh, it was a lie. Right. It was a lying, stinking <laughs> hunk of dog shit. But I want to know what happened. Yeah, so let's go. Let's continue. What are, you, what are you doing, Joe? District yeah, Commander Wayne Drummond said when officers arrived shortly after 11, they found about eight people involved in a fight outside of the building. He says the fight started shortly after the ceremony ended. Hold on, eight pause for a second. It was his name Officer Wayne Drummond? I wasn't really listening. I think so. <laughs> well, Wayne, that yeah. sounds like a detective show. Like, well, he's a police commander for one. Dun, 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 dun. These yeah. are the stories of Wayne Drummond. <laughs> just, yeah. It sounds like a cop. He has a cop's his name. His partner is named Lookwell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. Including two teenagers were arrested. All of those arrested were taken to jail, and they face a charge of aggravated rioting. Now they're expected to be in court sometime next week. No one was injured. I know the fight. that, <laughs> that lady's horrible. Her hands are just moving everywhere, she, or not just in front of her. She's like she's making a bowl shape. She's just right. like. Huh, I need well, to know where where did this take place? I'm making some pasta salad. Uh, I don't know. It's in the New York Post. Though. New York Post. Well, that could be. That could, could be, be anywhere. Anywhere. Oh, uh, Cleveland's east side. Oh, Cleveland. It's the same place as the rape house. Right. Yep. <laughs> What's going on with the rape house these days? So that's what it was about. Uh, yeah. We'll be the back up and running next privacy. week. They don't, that's they it? don't want people coming in. The, they're and, just uh, done? Yeah. Is that guy still going yeah, on? Yeah, what happened to the guy? Like, is he getting, Did he get free McDonald's for life? He said that he didn't like his privacy being violated, oh. and he didn't want uh, any of those burger offers. What happened? His oh, privacy. He didn't want he the didn't burger offers? No, he seriously he declined them all. Oh, <laughs> insane. <laughs> you know why? Because to get the burger offers, they wanted more... What right. was his name? Charles Ramsey. 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 They yeah. wanted more Ramsey in the spotlight. Right. They, Ramsey was like, oh, he's shit. Put him, he put himself in the spotlight because yeah, appa- he apparently he wasn't even the guy who did anything. He said he didn't agree to having his name out there, and he doesn't like them promoting their restaurants using his name. It, what, he, what he didn't want is people to actually start looking into more of the what criminal he activity. Done. Right. <laughs> he's he's uh, committed. So he's like, all right, I got to back off. They already found out about the, the beating of the wife. So... <laughs> Okay, go Mexico ahead. Find out more, kindergar- more, more kindergarten arresting. Grandparents showed up at the school to get their children after they learned police were at the building. I came up here to get my granddaughters, you know, because I was concerned, you know, there's so much stuff going on at school. Wait, they came back. They're, it's kindergarten graduation. They weren't even there. They, the parents weren't even they there. They abandoned it. <laughs> they just Wait, this, the, this is boring. They dropped the kids <laughs> story off. is ridiculous. Yeah. There's, a shoot, there's a shooting, but there's not a shooting. Uh, coming for the you know, I was really concerned. Others, including police, 
say fights should never happen at a school. <laughs> brave, where, very brave to say. Where so. should they happen? Yeah, like, well, they should be happening. Rhode at Island the, at, uh, at the big lots yeah, down the street. No, or, they should be happening in Rhode Island at New Blood for CES's plug. New Blood, right? Good, good plug. Yeah, I like um, that. Where should where should fights be happening? Like across the street from the, uh, the church, the oh, grocery, on the, the, <laughs> the grocery store parking lot with broken beer bottles. Right. <laughs> They shouldn't be happening at a kindergarten. <laughs> Not at the school. Let me tell you where the fights shouldn't happen. <laughs> they shouldn't be happening at a school in front of children. Yeah, well, that's where Hollywood places. tells us most of the fights take place is at, no, at, at schools. Wait, what movies are you watching besides Kindergarten Cop? Listen, all the ki- <laughs> the the. Boys have penises, girls have vaginas. Breakfast Club. There's a lot of fighting in that. That was not a kindergarten. Oh, well, Emilio Estevez could have been mistaken for a kindergartner. What is it? Emilio Estevez could have been he mistaken been. for he, a kindergartner. He's still yeah. a very young man. Right. Oh, my what are you doing, this? Joe? I, like, <laughs> we, I feel like we've heard the whole story. What else is there to this? That, that something is, as good as a graduation ceremony or a promotion ceremony is marred by the actions of a few, and it's a darn shame. So that's why these individuals it's are going to jail. Shame. In Cleveland, Peggy Sinkovich, Fox 8. Peggy Sinkovich, Fox News. Who's, who's even going to remember? Okay, if you watch this video, could you post this video on our Facebook? Because if you watch the ending of it, it's just a police car rolling away slowly. Slowly. Usu- usually like, when well, you say like, like your name, it cuts away and it's done. It's, it's like five seconds yeah, afterwards. It's right. still going. Do you think they asked the cop, could, could, you, just, could you just go pull away from the scene? Go very slow. Remember, it is a school zone. <laughs> What a fuck. <laughs> that was ridiculous. It, it does seem like uh, what what the softball games like. Like yeah, little league games with the right. parents being upset. But what were they upset about here? Yeah, that's, the story was horrible. Your asshole sucks at getting a piece, <laughs> piece of paper. Like what the hell are they? <laughs> Your bag of jizz is worse than my bag of jizz. That's You're, babies. Yeah. That's what you refer to babies. Ha, as. Idiot! Your kid can't even <laughs> take a dump in a toilet yet. Like what? What are they yelling about? That's like you. <laughs> My kid eats paste better than yours. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that story. Safety was, scissors. <laughs> that story was horrible. That was, it was really <laughs> stupid. Bad. <laughs> Watch as this cop car pulls away slowly. We're gonna find out that they weren't even real fights. They were just playing rock 'em sock 'em robots. <laughs> I'm Peggy Sinkovich. <laughs> Twelve fights broke out. <laughs> they were using the sock 'em boppers. Yeah, sock 'em boppers. Those big Hulk gloves. Yeah. I, I think they just had budgeted like a certain amount of time for that story, and like we need to fill this somehow. I <laughs> we'll get extra was. interviews. We'll put things in slow motion. I bet I, I bet I know what happened. Was there were shots fired? They were celebrating. The kids' graduation. The shooting into the airplane oh, they were, break style. Right. They were just pow, pow, pow. They right? were pointing oh. their guns sideways, oh. and right. they were firing up into the air. Is that is that a... What? Is that a denomination joke? What? No. Pointing and then, and then a pinata came out, and <laughs> people just started hitting it. Some kid got us whacked in the face. <laughs> it's, it's like when the, the Arab countries are celebrating. They all fire their AK-47s into the air. That's true. What age <laughs> did you start riding the bus to school? Like kindergarten, I kindergarten? rode the bus I once a week or once every two weeks to kindergarten because was it really close. kindergarten? Yeah, I remember being on the bus, like going to kindergarten. My no first way, day of really? Yeah. Sure was. Yeah, I rode me. the bus. Well, I was close enough, so I didn't have did to. Say I, I rode the butt. Yeah, I rode oh, the butt. Oh, he did. <laughs> I rode the butt so often in kindergarten. No, but I didn't ride the bus sure until uh, first grade. Well, did you go to McGovern? I went to uh, kindergarten at Burke. Say, well, right. uh, well, it's so that street. was right near my house. Yeah. But I did ride, take the bus once every two weeks for some reason, and I don't know why. <laughs> two weeks. They just had us do it just, to, like, just get for the experience. Rides, yeah. 
That's really weird. I, I don't. I mean, I I know I rode the school from first grade on, but you rode the school. I, I rode the school. I rode to school. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I rode to school on the bus from first grade on, but there wasn't. There definitely wasn't a. I even had to take the bus in high school. Apparently, that's a uh, a bad thing. It's from oh. kindergarten. You're supposed to have a car in high school. I didn't. I I was cool supposed to take kid. the bus in high school, but I kind of didn't. My go. my parents at the age of uh, at eighteen, I wasn't allowed to get my driver's license until eighteen. So. You weren't allowed to? What did they think you were going to do? You um, didn't run a tractor to school? Yeah, there was a bunch of bullshit excuses. Mm-hmm. Like, they threw out all the... I Actually, when it came time for me to get my license, I had my license, and I was going to go buy my car. Um, and I'd saved up, like, all year to buy a car. And I had the car. And I was like, oh, man, this is it. This is my time. I can now drive places. And then my dad, like, pulled this last minute, like, oh, I'm not sure the car is ready to be on the road. you got to wait until next week when I can take it to the mechanic. And I was like, Ugh, come on. Like, they did everything they could to, like, to get that last little bit yeah. of control in. Mm. As parents, you know, some parents love to do. My parents were really controlling. It, it was funny. They raised us to be really independent. But when it came close to that. As soon the, as you could. Uh, as yeah. soon as you started developing to where you could be out as doing as stuff you on your, your own. Because yeah. they didn't want to let when you, you go. When you're off the tit. Right. Then, then it was like, no. Don't go. Don't go anywhere. You're not allowed to mm-hmm. do this. You're, like everything was a problem. Everything I wanted to do, I was trying to do. You know, moving forward with my life. Like I was into the band. I wanted to do band stuff, and they always like they were just trying to throw wrenches in every fucking second is bullshit. But yeah, the the car thing just drove me insane because I was like, I bought the car. The car was roadworthy, but then my dad just wanted to be like, eh, you gotta wait. The I, we bought it Friday. We picked it up Friday. And the whole weekend, it had to sit there <laughs> in the park. And, and just all he did was get uh, an oil change. That's it? On Monday. <laughs> Nothing oh, else wow. happened. Needs gas. It'll uh, be another week. Yeah. <laughs> it was the worst. I was so upset. You're out of uh, wiper fluid. You, right. It, it was, was car stu- smells. You need a, an air freshener. It was right. really stupid. I was it needs so a wax. <laughs> I was so bummed. But finally, got it on the road and then driving around. And they, then they tried the, the next ditch effort. Because at that point, I was 18. And every kid at that, you, you 18, you just want to get, get out, like, you know? I don't need my parents, but then you still kind of do because yeah. they're your house. <laughs> yeah, they, they own everything, right. so they still buy the food. Oh, and did they yet. hold that over my head, man? They were like, you you still live here, so you still have to do, you still have to be home by 10 o'clock. Like, what? What? 10 o'clock? <laughs> it's horseshit. It what was stupid. Are, what are you going to do when your daughters are 16 and they're like, Dad, can I have the car to go out and have they sex with strange men? I, I, <laughs> I think as far as parenting goes, I mean, as far as when, when I my kids and what I'm going to do with them, I th- I'm just going to kill them. Uh, right, exactly. Right. They won't Don't make kill them, right. Well, I mean, it's yeah, easier in your case because, uh, you know, by that time you can, like, GPS tag them that, you know, follow uh, them have around. You, uh, have you ever thought about that, the, like, embedding a GPS thing in your kids? It's one of those things because... Yes and no. Like, I mean, you can do that now. You give them a cell phone and then right. track them. Not even that. that. You can inject like a right. little GPS A, a tracker, yeah. yeah like like, like a, what dog. you'd give a dog. Right. right. Um, it, it's, it's Have like a little beeping thing under there. It's tough to make that decision <laughs> because, yeah, you want them to be safe. You don't want something like Rape House to happen to your kids. Right. Yeah, and then you'll be like, oh, man, I wish I had GPS. Exactly. Them. Like, you know those parents wish that they had some sort of GPS tracking on their kids, but at the same time, I mean, I would have hated to have GPS tracking on me. I mean, I never did anything horrible as a kid. I had my, 
I, you know, I would go out and drink with my friends and stuff like that. Yeah, but if but you it, got abducted to Rape House, you'd want it. Would, it would be like in Twelve you. Monkeys. You'd be like uh, Bruce Willis digging a thing out of himself. So what would you do though? Like, I honestly don't know. I don't want to give my kids a microchip, but at the same time, well, I mean, it's always nice to have in case there's an emergency. You don't have to check. Yeah, on Yeah, but it. what constitutes an emergency? Your wife being insane? Like, oh man, they missed dinner. Well, no, but like if they're missing for a day, then I feel like that's an emergency. You could yeah, get, you could check then. You don't. But then, I mean, at the same time, I don't want a microchip inside myself. Right. Letting. Well, know. maybe you will someday. Maybe that's how you start paying for things. You wave your hand like you're over your phone. I, and you're I, like, oh, I, I just I, paid for my my six pack. Why would anybody want to do it's, that? It's going to go to that. Why point. would anybody want to? Probably pay with for like anything. Google Glass, you'll be able to yeah. just go up and scan something with Google Glass and then pay for it. I mean, they have those things at stores now, right, with the iPhones? Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they talk about this stuff all the time. Like, they give you a subdermal implant that has your medical history. So if you end up in the hospital, they just scan it and they know everything about you. It's the future! <laughs> it's coming. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I would hate to do it just because me as a kid, I would have hated it. Um, because, But my, at the same time, my parents were overbearing, really controlling. Mine were the complete opposite. So... I don't think – I guess I wouldn't abuse it. Like, I wouldn't – they tell me they're going to this friend's house, but really they went to the other friend's house so they could be Yeah, but, like, if you, if you don't – if you tell them you never check it, but then you really do, and then you hold that info over your head, like, I know you didn't go. Right. I would, have to, I would have to hold that control. I would I – would, the self-control to not do that to my kids, like, I would have to trust them. And even if they're lying to me, if I don't have any valid proof that they're lying to me other than I checked – the microchip <laughs> then but at the same time i like to think that i would raise my kids in a way that you you kind of have that honest open relationship i don't think my kids would ever tell me that they're out having sex with anybody and i don't want to have that information <laughs> but i would like to yeah. know that i raise them to a point where they can when they be get responsible to the age, about it they're being yeah. responsible about it because also you can't stop a kid from having sex or doing that kind of shit well, like, you can if you just tear it off oh but, yeah um, right <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be that another thing parent, is, you, you tell them that they need to live in a bubble or they right, die. Exactly. You need to think about it like this way too. Kids will like if there are microchips in people. The kids are smart enough to exploit that and get like change it and be able to spoof it, whatever they want to do. That's true. I, I don't think that's it, true in every case. I mean, there it's it was definitely Not a thing for every now kid, because but most like kids. you know we had we've had such a huge jump in technology that you know our parents didn't really understand. Um, like if you know way back when when they could you know put like a net nanny on your internet so but you would be always be the one yeah, that set it up and exactly. knew the password and could disable it because exactly. they didn't know how to you know what's a computer they did the thing they don't even the, know what it is you where they double click and they'd click and drag across the screen because they couldn't handle the mouse right I mean it, it was just like a few short but years we'll, ago where that'll happen to us too yeah that will happen to us your parents didn't know what you were doing other than be home before it's dark yeah, yeah. And, and even then oh, I would yeah. do it because they couldn't <laughs> find you right oh yeah not too long ago. We, I think we've talked about that before. There used to be a time when, without GPS, without cell phones, that you know, hey, this weekend I'm gonna be, I'm gonna go do this. When you still had to make a collect call from a payphone and not actually call them, you just say, <laughs> hey, I'm here, can you pick me up? Right. Mm. But but there was a time when you you didn't, there was no communication except on Monday or Tuesday. You were like, hey, we're gonna be going and doing this at so and so's house. Yeah, and you have to remember that you have plans. Yeah, you, you just can't confirm like that day, right. like, hey, I'm on my way over. Right. You remember it happened. Or, or like. Or you would go out on a Friday night, and you would have to go find those people, and you would find them. Yeah, you like, have to look for people. Just, yeah. You didn't just arrive at the location and then text, where are you at? Where are you at? Where are you at in this house? It's, that it's I'm crazy so how difficult that stuff was, yeah. but we managed. I don't oh, know. man. How did we manage? I, do, I remember I <laughs> living in a different city from a girl, and a girl saying, hey, come pick me up and take me here. 
I live here. And you just ended up, like, you drove there. You, you, you just <laughs> arrived. You, like, you pulled out your world atlas. Exactly. <laughs> you drove over there. Not even then. Like, you, you were just like, oh, you remembered street names and how to get there. I don't think it was that bad because I remember in high school going to, like, um, MapQuest and, like, printing out That's directions. True. We did have MapQuest and stuff. But most of the time you didn't bother because you weren't prepared. But that was, but even then, like, when MapQuest was around, like, I had dial-up. Well, yeah, if it works on dial-up. Well, it works on dial-up, but then at the same time, you know, got a girl saying, hey, come pick me up. You don't got time for dial-up. You gotta go eat that bitch before her. Well, if she lives in a different city, I think it could take three minutes to print out directions. No, dude, that shit dries out fast. You know, they're they're quick. Those, Those girls are on aim. Okay, they're yeah. talking to other girls. They're yeah, they, know, they know everybody. Like whoever, whoever gets me first. Whoever, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're just in a chat room. Whoever picks me up first. Whoever picks you, exactly. That, yeah. You had to act fast, you know? And now it's totally different. Now it's... And you get there and then it's no, a child No, that's still the same. Now it's they send you a text and like, oh, they're in this town. and No, n- now you're just watching the whole time because they have Skype open on your phone, like making sure that they're still there. It is crazy. And they, think, they, are, they actually exist. How far we've come in just uh, a short amount of time, right? I what is? Have you heard that story about the guy that's like 119? He's the last living man from the 1800s. He's the last living guy from the 1800s. He's 119 years old. I think we got some. There's some women still alive. Uh, I think there's like 20, 20 some odd women still alive. I, I don't know about 20, but I know there are a couple. No, I think yeah, there's 20. That, that's a lot. There's 20. Wow. So he's not like he wasn't born in like 1899. I'm I'm sure it's probably, but yeah, he's the last man from the 1800s. Like he's the last living person. Back then, the they were afraid that their son died. Was were gonna well, if he's 119, do the math. Are you sure it's 119? I I, I want to say well, that's that. not 1899 then. Yeah. What year is that? Like 1894. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, so yeah, it was in the late or the early 1890s, mid mid 1890s. Regardless, that is that, ancient. He's a fucking old guy. <laughs> he. He retired when he was 65, and I want to say when I was reading the article so that So he retired was, in the 60s? He re- yeah. Like, when when the Beatles. When the Beatles were coming around, he was retired. He was already, a, like, a crotchety <laughs> old man. He was yeah. done working. That he tossed in his Is chips. he still functional, or has he just, like, lived in a nursing home for, like, the last I'm 40 sure years? I'm sure he's lived in a nursing home at this point. Like, I, I don't know. I, I, I read the article briefly. He's not, like, seen Mungo and over it, and I was like... Uh, you could look it up if you wanted to on your computer. I, I remember <coughs> producer man reading a story <laughs> about like the oldest people. It was just like not that she's dead now, but she was like 123 years old. This woman who lived in France, she made like this deal with a guy when she was like 70 years old that he would pay her rent or some sort of bills for her house, and then he would just get the house when she died. And she lived. <laughs> I, another, I've also read that she yeah. lived another 50 years, and the guy died before she did. And he ended up like paying way more than it would have been worth. The oldest living man is 116. Okay, so I was three years off. Right. That's not bad. That's not bad. So that's he lives in Japan, Japan's Kyoto Prefecture. And worked as a mail carrier until retirement when he, he was lived 65. through both atomic bombs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what made him live longer. Yeah. He worked well, as a farmer until he was 90. What president is it that still has like a grand or I don't remember like a grandchild or something or that would still be alive? What? Like some what, like president, president from like, like no 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 from like the, or somebody in the civil no the civil somebody in the civil war. I mean, obviously, I think Abraham Lincoln would have to have a grandchild. A grandchild, like a direct, yeah. like not like a great grand great. Yeah, grandchild. he would have to have a grandchild. I would think still alive. I don't know about that. 
Because well, if this guy's still alive... Well, Joseph Gordon-Levitt was pretty young in that movie. Yeah, that's true. Oh, wait, but that that's right. Uh, Abe Lincoln's son fucking croaked, right? When yeah. he was... There was somebody, some vampire killer. It was somebody around. Oh, right. It was somebody around um, this or in the Civil War that still has like a, I don't remember. It was a president or something. But oh, oh, no, like, he I know. Like he had a he had a kid like when it, he was like It wasn't 70, a president. It was somebody, uh, I don't forget it, who. It was um, uh, what the fuck was his name? Billy McGurkins. Yeah, that's yeah. not no. That no, but there, he had a kid when he was like seventy, and then his kid also had a kid when he was seventy or something like that. So like, and this ancient. was their president. Or some, something prominent. Could you imagine being that old though? Like, what is he doing? Being he, that old and getting it, like you're still getting it when you're. But even then, at, okay, if you were born, so he was born in the late 18. John Tyler's. Uh, yeah, it was John Tyler. Okay, that's what I was thinking. So in the late 1890s, this this oldest guy that's still alive is born. He lived through seeing automobiles being invented. built. Yeah, yeah, invented. Holy shit! This is a fucking horseless. <laughs> There's no horse. Right. He he lived from that to see horse, electricity. Horse. Television. Yeah. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> like television. That's, that's insane. Going like, from going from television where there was experiencing the, like a first telephones. <laughs> yeah, telephones to, that were hardwired and you had to uh, every huge technical advance that we've had since the Civil all War. Yeah. Essentially yeah. since the Civil War, he's seen all of it. And and you know to the iPhone Basically, that, yes, that the is the world it? in your hand. Yeah. Uh, you can search anything, watch anything, watch any video. Literally something that would have taken up the space of the entire country. Right. In his hand. That's power of the fucking sun. mind-boggling. Yeah. Hand. yeah. And then he's sitting in a bed Dog now. Off. It's kind of sad to think that he's just laying in a bed. Like yeah. back when I was a kid, we had to travel three thousand miles to find a <laughs> find a guy sticking a jar up his ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. There's probably one on every corner. That's, that's hilarious. Um, now you can just get it when at any old right. time. <laughs> Kids these days. <laughs> <laughs> the, dude, that's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy to think though that uh, to live through all of that, everything, all the wars, you lived through mm-hmm. everything, every except for the Civil War, every oh, the Revolutionary War, yeah, every yeah. major American, eighteen twelve, American War. That guy is also the last known person to have the lived last across. samurai. To have lived across three oh. centuries. Yeah. I think oh, yeah. I read there's only like three or four veterans left alive from the uh, First World War. The Great War. Yeah. The Manly War. The war yeah. where people went to war to be men. Yeah, I think that dude could have gone and fought in the Great War. Like he could have. He probably did. Well, it was in the 60s. Well, he's yeah. from Japan. so In the 60s. In his 60s. He was 61, 65. Around Joseph. Vietnam. I'm sorry. I was looking up the World War I. You're the worst. I'm sorry. There's too many things to look <laughs> up at once. Where, what were you talking about? <laughs> what are you doing over there? I'm looking up the World War I veterans. Yeah, he's actually just watching one guy, one jar again. <laughs> List of last surviving World War I, I veterans by scarred, country. I think we scarred uh, David oh, yeah. and Jordan last oh, week yeah, when we they, played they that video. <laughs> I yeah, think no they were. He wasn't that. expecting it, but I mean, come on, we're talking about it. The Apple TV's, you know, ready to go. How can we not we share it with everybody? Ready to go. <laughs> talking about it's one thing, but when he actually no, saw no. it, I don't think he. Uh, I yeah. think it's it's jarring at first because it's like some it. guy. <laughs> it's some guy <laughs> spread eagle. You just see his penis on right. screen. And really, he's, he, that guy yeah. has the worst penis. Dude. <laughs> it's so sad it is and the depressing. Saddest, yeah, very sad. Like if you're gonna stick a jar. 
up your ass and you're going to videotape it, at least fluff that shit up. I feel like I feel like if you're sticking the jar up your ass, you got to be excited about it. It's like a 119-year-old anteater. Dude, oh my god. That was some humongous fucking... He had some foreskin. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. He had more like seven skin. Being a Jew, I don't know what that's like. Oh, it was... Oh, there it is again. Up on the big screen for everybody to see. It's just can, a sad... Can we post screen it, Joe? The only thing would make it better is like if he it had a actually, dog and it came his, over and started licking penis, it up. His penis looks like a snake's head. Like it it looks, doesn't even, That doesn't even look like a penis to me. It, it looks like a snake's head. I'm telling you, there's a snake inside of his body and then the, the head. Was that just, a pickle jar? Yeah, it, it, it looks like like Vlasic. Yeah, it looks like the, like a pickle jar lid. Is that is that some sort of He uh, got the lube? whole jar all the way up too, what is before the cream? it explodes. What is that creamy substance? It's, it's got to be That lube. has to be lube. Or is yeah. that... Just Vaseline. Ass sweat? No, it has to be Vaseline that he spread it. Oh, oh. Why did he post this afterwards? You'd think, like, this is a failed attempt. <laughs> why, oh, why am I posting this? They messed up. They've actually, they've, I forget what site it was, but they found him, like, that guy, and he, like, posted on their forum, and he, like, posted, like, gave him more pictures and videos of him sticking things up his ass. But other than, like, did jump. he plan for it to break? Like, was that a thing? Like, No, he didn't. I can't imagine you planned for something to break inside of your ass. I can imagine wh- how he was feeling, like, after it broke. He's like, oh, my God, my, my yeah. fucking ass is <laughs> on you, fire. How do you not have a panic attack with the amount of blood that's just pouring yeah, out of it, him? Yeah, literally pouring out of him. There's a lot of really disturbing, like, that's a disturbing video to watch, like, uh, I'm not disturbed by anything. I'm just confused. Uh, I, it disturbs me because I, I, when you watch something like that, you, you kind of put yourself in it, and you're like, "What if I did that? Why That's would why? Be <laughs> why would curious? you? You want you want to try? But it then out. you've got that. You have uh, there has to be a jar around here. The somewhere. most famous is uh, two, two two girls, girls one, one cup, cup yeah. which is horrendous. Um, shake Those that sites bear. make you a lot of money. Yeah, if you f- if you find that video, kids in the sandbox. Yeah. That's the worst. What's one Kids in the Sandbox? Kids in the Sandbox. Oh. Uh, can we can we cue this up, Joe? That's the only one I've ever oh. seen that I couldn't. That's Kids in the Sandbox is tough for me. I don't want to pull that one up. You, I, you have to pull no. it up now. No, it, it's no, happening. Uh, no, I can't. What uh, what is Kids in the Sandbox? Kids in the Sandbox. <laughs> it's a it's a man sticking yeah. like a, a vibrator, uh, like, like a little vibrator dildo, like into like his, his penis is like splitting like a oh, yeah yeah no. I can't do it. We have we have to watch it now. No, I have to see no, it. No, no. What? <laughs> one guy, one jar is. Bad I've already enough. seen it. I did it to myself. Uh, <laughs> that was actually. And me. how did that feel? <laughs> that was you in the video. Shit. <laughs> oh, it's repulsive. Um, all right. Let, <sighs> shock sites are good. Shock sites are good. Shake that bear. I found myself aroused by that woman though. Yeah. That chick was hot. In the shake the bear, shake that bear, shake that bear, shake the bear, shake that know. bear. Shake that bear. Shake that bear. Shake, shake, shake. Tosh did that really funny. Uh, Tosh did something funny? Ha. <laughs> yeah, right. Did you see that video where he compiled? No, I've never seen anything oh, okay. of his other than like he when he first started. He, he was He did a video with kids, like little little kids, like five and six-year-olds, that they reenacted all the sex scenes, but like PG. It's hilarious. That's Shake That Bear. I, well, that's what I Googled, yeah. Yeah, I just they shoot the bear, which is that saddens me when they shoot the bear out and you see the and then they poke it with a gun and then they fuck on the bear. And have you ever seen like they just have you ever seen the one or not like there was no video, but there were pictures of people like having a dead horse corpse that they like split open and like climbed inside and like took funny that I can't get into like (laughs) stuff like that kind of saddens me just because like I hate to see the animal. I mean, even this is terrible because like they're just 
fucking on top of the bear. Right. Like, like it, it, there's it must blood smell pouring terrible. out of it. Yeah. It, I well, don't care about the dead animal. I care about it smelling bad. <laughs> her her vagina just, just reeks. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it sounds like it, it makes it hard for me to watch just because it's a bear. Like the bear Cause, lost cause you're its life. That. It makes yeah. me sad. You're a ba- you're sad for one of your own kind. Oh yeah. <laughs> Did they actually shoot it or was it like oh, tranquilized? They, they, they shot it. They shot it. They dead. shot it dead. No, it kind of makes it, me it sad. It wasn't like your tranquilizer. Bear jerky is they delicious. They shot it alive. So as long as I ate the bear afterwards, I'm fine with it because bear jerky is good. Oh, then he jizzes right there, right on their back. Oh, and then, oh, they just, and then oh, the, the dogs. The dogs. And then they all drink afterward. They're just standing around. So I the dogs <laughs> are then eating. I love how our man. episode that the host the two fighters is. Where did we go? Really, just where did we go? We took a wrong turn somewhere. We, we took a <laughs> we're really. That is just awful. <laughs> horrendous turn. <laughs> we just seamlessly segued from like how, how things have changed over time to uh, <laughs> this gross shit. To thank God there's internet do so you, we can have you, all this gross shit. Do you have the bus driver videos? Because <laughs> uh, that's what I wanted to talk about right. when we came back. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, we need to get into this. I don't know. <laughs> do you have the audio? Wait, stop this from the beginning. Let's, let's set this up. Um, all right. So everybody's been on the bus before, obviously. Everybody who took the bus. Oh, yeah, to school. That's, that's why you brought up the bus <laughs> earlier. <laughs> I get it now. I, I was trying to segue. You right. see, no, was, we we didn't let you. It do was that. a good segue, but well, we got into more interesting topics. Um, it, okay, so this is the bus driver going off on these little kids. It, wait, is this the prank or? I don't know what this is. It just says bus driver yells at kids on bus. Okay, because oh. it only has five hundred seventy-six views though. There's one that's hilarious that where the bus driver tells the kids that they're. They're going to get to school, and then they're going to get to go home right afterward. And then he was like, no, just kidding. And these kids just start crying. <laughs> but this guy, this oh, guy. This, uh, last day of school prank? He, yeah, play the, oh. Yeah, play the last day of, uh, of school prank. This one's pretty funny. Yeah, she's a liar. She's a good liar. They still went up in the front. So yeah. Do you teach to work all day? Yeah, the front doesn't work all day. I think so. Yeah, my dad does. Yeah. Did you say your mom is everywhere? It's just a bunch of kids. They're videotaping it on the uh, on the bus. Good job. Good job. Dad, baby, Miguel. Okay, we're gonna. Hey, everybody, stand. Everybody, stand up. Ready? Everybody, all gonna stand up, and then the bus driver's gonna hit a bump, and they're gonna fly. It seems like uh, I don't know. Oh. oh, okay, this isn't what I thought it was. This no. is really dumb. Yeah, yeah this is dumb. dumb. Go, back to, go back to the bus driver. Yeah. Yeah, these these kids just pulled open the back door and ran out of the school. But like, like, as it was still going. Oh, good prank, motherfuckers. I thought they were going to hit, like, I'll stand up because it was, then the bus driver would hit a bump. It was the and dumbest hit, fucking video ever. If your heads. kids think that's a good prank these days, I love that. Dumb as shit. <laughs> All of these yep. uh, suggested videos are like, you know, bus driver ones, and then there's seven of nine best moments from Star Trek Voyager. <laughs> That's because you watch a lot of Recommended for you. Oh, right. I didn't say that. <laughs> Re- recommended I, I get that a lot. All right, so too. play this video. This particular video? Yeah. All right. Uh, flipping out. Bus, wait, is it? How come he had to bring you back to the high school yesterday? He brought the whole bus back. Yeah, he brought the whole bus back yesterday because of you and you and Brad. Um, no. <laughs> you, you, and Brad. Brad. <laughs> hey, shut up! <laughs> so this kid's trying to videotape this, but... Uh, I was going to like a 90-year-old man to take his phone away. Give me that, Cody! 
Wow. Yeah. He told me who it was. Well, he does not even know. Is this? Yeah, it was uh, him. Yeah, is this what we're looking for? This is not what we're looking for. No. You need to be more specific because there's a ton of these like bus drivers. There's a lot of bus drivers. Um, bus go to World Star Hip Hop. <laughs> uh, of course. <laughs> World Star. I love World Star. World Star Hip Hop's great. World Star is wonderful. The best thing about World Star Hip Hop is the diversity. <laughs> diversity, that's the, what you can call the it. The diversity in which it promotes. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I think at some point everybody was afraid of their bus driver. Beats passenger like, for asking too many did questions. Any, did anybody have a nice bus driver that was... Uh, like you looked forward to seeing on a day-to-day basis. I don't really remember. Like they bus always drivers. had a horrible name too. Why do you remember like who your bus drivers were? I, I, they just drove a bus. Yeah, I just remember my bus drivers being really nice people. You just made up a name for them. Like I don't even know what the bus driver's name was, but we all called her Ann the Man. But back in, back when man. we were kids, like if if an adult yelled at us, like we got spanked and we got in trouble and we were afraid. There was Patty the Fatty. I never got spanked. Now no kids are afraid of adults Not anymore because an they. Adult. The adults get arrested if they start kicking them in the nuts. To an extent, I think that's a good thing um, because some adults are fucking idiots. That's true. Because technically, I'm an adult. (laughs) 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 Fuck that. (laughs) Barely. No school buses. It's mostly like uh, public buses. I don't see anything on a school bus. Are there any uh, bang buses? (laughs) Yes. All these like elderly people fighting the bus driver. (laughs) Some dude old. boxes bus driver on moving bus. Elderly man gets hurt by teen for laying hands on the minor on the bus. Do you ever ride the subway and try to try to not hold on and keep your balance? No, I, I don't. We try know to. what that's you what do on the subway. That's yeah. what I do on the like. <laughs> oh, I fell into you. I I'm a know. subway veteran. I, I know how to ride the T. <laughs> okay. Well, why don't we end this show then? If we can't find any good, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll do some research maybe next yeah, time and we'll be prepared. We'll prep. We'll prepare. I'll try to segue all nice into the bus driver thing again. <laughs> well, we got another episode. So about buses. All righty then. <laughs> well, this has been another one. Oh, you got any? Give me something with a long intro so we can end this all nice. We're not going to do a final nice. thought. Uh, we'll end this all nice. Final thought. Oh. Yeah, you skipped over that. And I don't know. Oh, oh. All right. Well, you find a song. We'll do final thoughts. We'll start with Jason. Not bells. <laughs> J- <laughs> <laughs> Snow Patrol. <laughs> Snow Patrol could come back. <laughs> no, no, it can't. Jason, final thoughts. Uh, well, this has been an interesting show, but uh, I have to say that uh, the uh, uh, interviews were excellent. And I Why can't they be out reviews? I mean, just I, I don't know. It's something. But uh, I hope to uh, hear from them uh, post uh, post fight. So uh, it'll be interesting. Yeah, that would be. Uh, that's really interesting to me, especially con- like the fight could go either way, and only we only asked one guy to come back. I, even though we should have asked both, I'm sure we can get. Didn't both we? Back. I asked. I asked Did Jeff. We? Yeah. I don't remember asking Jeff. I thought I asked Jeff. Well, I'd if we didn't, actually, I don't well, he's going to lose. So right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think yeah. Brother. I think he only asked you know the first guy to do. Oh well, we'll have to follow up with Jeff and see what happens. We will. Oh, we will. Jew. <laughs> the winning. Final thoughts. Let's go in the other direction so I can. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. Let's hit Dave. Dave. I. My final thought, probably is about I. I appreciate us actually having a chance to talk, this week and not just have interviews because we've been doing a lot of interviews, which is great, but. 
I like having uh, the roots here. The roots, the the band. You like right, I like the roots. No, but have, have the roots with Kunta. Oh, Kunta. <laughs> <and>, uh, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's nice to be able to have Georgie like, LaForge. How did you get the roots? A awesome. healthy Jimmy conversation. Fallon. Healthy conversation. That's true. You're correct. Not true. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'm gonna kill myself. I know. I feel like we should just leave this. Like, just keep going. <laughs> I'm gonna. Adam, final thoughts. Uh, yes, I thought it was a good interview tonight. I'm a. I'm, I'm predicting the snake. He bites his way to victory. Oh, by the way, um, I'm cutting off Adam. I forgot to say, go Bruins. Go Bruins. Go Bruins. Final thought. I hope All the right. Bruins don't get a. Uh, People fucking on top of them because Bruins are bad. Yeah, yeah, shake that Bruin. But uh, <laughs> what I, I was trying to do, but I didn't because my computer was slow. Like, I wanted to find the screenplay to Two Girls, One Cup because I found it online, like the actual like stage directions. And at some point in a future episode, I'd like to read aloud from that. That'd be, that'd be great. I'm very excited to so look this. forward to that. This is a great prospect we have <laughs> right here. Uh, oh, is it my turn? Uh, are you, you ready? I'll I'll think of something on the fly. It is the fly right now. You're up. Oh, okay. It's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> the fly has happened. Uh, I'm actually looking forward to uh, Nicole from Provoked actually coming on. Um, I think there's a lot of questions we can ask her because she would probably be. I think she's our first female guest. So. Well, first female interview guest. Okay. Yes. She is We've had females on the show. No, right? no. no well, I, females. Torture tour. Yeah, but see, yeah. we're nicer to the people that we invite on the show, and I feel like. Um, you know, we can say whatever we want to any of the guys that come on, but you know, are we going to do that with Nicole? Yes. Or are we no, be we should just treat. We her have like had females on the show; they've just been porn stars. Okay. We should treat so them like anyone, like which are females. We treat each other. It, uh, obviously, when we have a guest like uh, like Nicole on, um, I want to treat her with the utmost respect that we can provide for just because are you currently dilated (laughs) (laughs) nothing when was your last period (laughs) (laughs) nothing extreme just because i like to keep our relationship with the provoked people and i i I feel like we'll so you're gonna take it easy on her um not that i i think we should take it easy on her but i think we should take it easy on her (laughs) i don't think we should nah and i don't plan to no absolutely Um, (laughs) go hard I'm gonna. <laughs> we're gonna make her watch that jar video. No, <laughs> is she gonna be live uh, in studio or? Uh, yeah, they're gonna be live right here. Are they calling in? No, they're coming up. So, uh, very excited for that. So, is that your final thought? That was my final thought. Okay, um, my final thought for the evening is I'm very excited that the, uh, we had two great interviews with uh, Nate Andrews and Jeff Anderson. And Henderson. Henderson. Uh, they were both really good interviews. I'm very excited. Uh, the Lotus cast is taking on its direction. I don't know exactly where it's going. It's funny because when we started the Lotus cast, it was what in a year from now, where do we, where do we kind of think we'll be? And it will either really hate each other and, right. and not be hanging out or we'll know more about each other. And uh, it's kind of going both. It's going a good wor- direction. I, I feel like people are really sticking with it. Uh, they're dedicating time into the shows, and we're getting good guests, and we're getting guests. Yeah, guests. <laughs> uh, it was a year of us drinking and having bar people come in. <laughs> Random. And you know, we never actually great. interviewed anybody who works at the Lotus. Nobody. Oh, I that, that would be kind of difficult. We didn't interview anybody <laughs> until BK. Well, BK kind of counts, right? Right. David Langhill <laughs> uh, showed up. 
and that was our first interview. And then uh, Girls Gone to Glory before him. That's true. That's true. I guess I can't knock them. And I want to have them back in studio soon. What is that? Ward from Girls, Guns, and Glory. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I'm excited where things are kind of going, and I guess we'll see. We'll see what happens where we're at in a year from now. Because we'll see. We'll find out. We'll find out a year from now. We'll find out a year from mm-hmm. now. Yeah, it's years a long so you, time. Do you have something with for the good ramp? Yes. Yeah, is it a good ramp? Madonna's Hold on. Uh, lucky Hold on. Star. Before you Before you <laughs> ramp this up, let me – got to end the show proper with a last plug – for our guest. Okay, we're good. Okay. I don't know how long the intro is, so good luck. All the things that I wish oh, wait. I didn't double click it. Because there's what the right fuck? Isn't that... I did double click the new song. I just hit play, and it was the old song. I think that. you did that on purpose. I did. That was... That was... What is this? This is, um... Okay. It's Seether's Careless Whisper. Yeah, Seether's right. cover of George Michael. Let's start this right. back. Let's start this back again. Can we play, like, the real song? All right, coming at you Friday, June 7th at Twin River Casino, all ages. Tickets range from $35 to $125. Main event, John Doomsday Howard. We interviewed this evening Nate the Snake Andrews and Jeff Candyman Anderson. Uh, we look forward to seeing them fight at CES's New Blood. In the meantime, this is the Lotus Cast. I'm Matt, Joe. I hope you have a great night. Jason, Dave, Adam, it's been a fantastic evening. Until then, please, by all means, go fuck yourself.